Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash CraftBroodSports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash CraftBroodSports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBroodSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account. Download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. 
Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. I'm apologizing in advance. I know this is going to offend some women, but I had to do it. This is for Laura Ingram, the cock-eyed Fox News commentator with the Bobby Brown jaw who said that KD and I'm apologizing in advance. I know this is going to offend some women, but I had to do it. This is for Laura Ingram, the cock-eyed Fox News commentator with the Bobby Brown jaw who said that KD and LeBron James should just shut up and dribble. No, cluckhead, you shut up and dribble. These nuts, bitch. You mayonnaise-eating, Melba toast, no seasoning on your chicken cracker. Your butt is so flat that when you stand up, you can see your entire asshole. I'm sorry, ladies. I warned you at the top. You little stunt you. Your lord and savior, Donald Trump, wouldn't even grab you by the pussy. And if he did, he'd probably get his fingers caught in a mousetrap. You went to college, Laura, and you're proud of that. And what do you got to show for it? A mouth full of fake teeth, a face full of Botox, and some dry-ass hair extensions, and you still never got fucked right. You little jump off, shut up and dribble. The fuck out of here. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike, with me as always, it's my main man Scott, sitting in the producer's chair is our buddy Joe, it's Craft Brood Sports. Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? We are vulgar. <laughs> we are, Goodness. what is with our drops lately? We just, they yeah. are, who finds these things? They are coming out of the gate really strong, man. Jesus, man. Uh, really setting we the tone. To, we need to start screening these things. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I blame Joe. Oh my god! I think it's Joe's fault. It's awful. <laughs> Rude. I don't. I, I don't know how I can be a part of this. <laughs> I'm show just is vulgar. Every time we start the show, I just have to clutch my pearls and just. Oh my word! I know. I, what would my grandmother think? <laughs> Welcome to uh, Craft Root Sports. Thank hey, you, you Paul Paul <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Awesome show coming up for you today. Uh, we have all kinds of uh, NCAA bashing to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people are excited to hear about that because the NCAA is a bunch of jerks, which leads us into uh, Motherfucker of the Week. So before we get too far into the show, let's give you your options. The poll is open on uh, our Facebook page. Uh, make sure you go vote. First option for Motherfucker of the Week is the NCAA. If you don't know, they uh, handed down some punishments to Louisville this week, made them vacate some wins. There's also an FBI investigation into a bunch of college basketball programs uh, giving uh, illegal benefits to players, and there's some obviously going to be some penalties coming down for that. The NCAA also held up an appeal uh, for Notre Dame and made Notre Dame vacate wins this week as well. For for basketball? No, football. Uh, oh, that's for, fine. Uh, you son of a bitch. Oh. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so their uh, NCAA is on a power trip lately, and uh, they are one of your nominees for Motherfucker of the Week. Yeah, there is the group of people that run Major League Baseball for deciding that this week they were going to speed up the game. 
which is something we all agree needs, needs to happen. But the way they decided they're going to go about it with lame ass rules about uh, mound visits and time in between uh, warm up pitches isn't going to cut it. They didn't do what we believe is necessary, which is to cut down on the commercial breaks and all the extra BS that goes on in baseball that's slowed everything down. So, for basically window dressing as far as it goes for pace of play rules. <laughs> That's how they like to refer to it. It's such a cop out on it their is part. So like, lame. all right, we're going to speed it up. You're not allowed to visit the mound too many times. Also, also, Whoa, oh, get ready for all those seconds you're going to get back in your life, everybody. Also, there's extenuating circumstances where you can just visit after the X amount of time. And did they ever say what the penalty was for visiting too many times? Basically, a shame on you. Yeah, I mean, there was no real punishment. They said that there would be fines handed down potentially, but since nobody knows, I, I can't remember who it was. One of the managers or pitching coaches or somebody, I think from possibly the Nats, said, yeah, screw that. Basically, if the game's on the line and we've already passed whatever arbitrary number they've decided, I'll pay the fine. <laughs> like, I think was, no, moment. I think that was uh, the Cubs catcher. The Cubs, I think, yeah. Okay, I think yeah. the Cubs came out and said that. Yeah, um, no, that's that's and that's basically how people are taking it. It's it's a joke. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. So yeah, we'll that's do your second. Nothing to speed up the game Absolutely in any nothing. significant way. Um, no. But you know, whatever. Those are your your options for motherfucker of the week. Vote now. Uh, the poll is live. Share it with your friends too. Let them uh, let them get in on this action, and uh, we will reveal the winner at the end of the episode. Uh, we swear we'll do it at the end of the episode. And I that doesn't hold much water, but <laughs> we swear we will try to review it at the end of the episode. We, will try, we swear. <laughs> we swear that we will try to remember to do the thing that we do every week, but we end up forgetting to yeah. do at the end of every Also, week. share out the episode, because if you do, we'll take a shot of Bailey's and yes, get, we got get some, some Bailey's, Bailey's dick back. going on. It's been, you know, the last couple of weeks we have fallen short in our share goal, and yes. I feel like it's because my dick misses missing Bailey's. the Bailey's. Uh, we didn't have the Bailey's, so I think this is, uh, this is the good luck charm we're gonna get back up yeah. there so 15 shares and everybody on the show will do a uh we'll do a shot of bailey's and it will be just as uh nasty as we remember it bailey's uh, is delicious who are you talking about nasty bailey's mixed with other stuff is not good dude when we did the the one guest beer and there was like bailey's oh it's all curdled and, yeah that yeah. was no. i thought it was gonna puke <laughs> and that's all i think of every time i have bailey's i think of car bombs when i was in college and everything's just like curdled and i've thrown up so many times and i'm just like i can't do bailey's man. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> it's so nasty. cottage cheese shots for everyone <laughs> kind of chocolatey cottage cheese uh and bailey's especially doesn't go very well with the beer we're drinking tonight which is consolation prize by lord hobo brewing this is another one of uh the tavor beers that we had uh that we had found uh this is a double ipa i believe right? it is in fact the double ipa Nice. Uh, so you know how Scott's going to feel about this one. Uh, let me ask you, We're Scott. close to punting it. <laughs> Since we've started the show and, and done more IPAs, like I know you, uh, you had that one from Great Lakes, that double IPA that you were like, I wouldn't wash my driveway with this shit. Mm-hmm. But have you grown to like appreciate double IPAs a little bit more than what you had in the past? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> I mean, it takes... It, there still needs to be something that cuts through it, and I feel like if there isn't, that 
It's like what was the one we had? The 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 Frutalica that had mm-hmm. uh, the fruit in it, and I felt like that. I actually remember saying multiple times, I believe, that it didn't really. That we're always kind of waiting for something for that extra kick that makes you know, oh yeah, that's right, it's a double IPA. It's twice as super bitter and hoppy than it always. And that one was that one was tolerable. It was good, although. That one left something to be desired just in general, because even though we were waiting around for the hops, we never, uh, it, it also felt like it was missing something else. Like it was just, there wasn't enough there. I mean, it was good, but it, it was just off. So, I mean, for the most part, it's kind of the same as any IPA. If yeah. it doesn't have fruit to cut through it, I'm probably going to be like, Eesh. Hey, before we, before we get too far into this here, uh, Shitty asks, uh, what's up with the shirt? Uh, Shitty, I think I just look good in red, man. <laughs> you do look good in red. God damn it. We'll talk about it here in a minute. We will talk about <laughs> the shirt around, in a moment. Stick around after Upper Deck. We'll get into why. I like how nicely uh, Shitty yeah. asked. Uh, that's excuse the... me. Uh, apologies, <laughs> sir. <laughs> that's, uh, but, uh, that's the most eloquent <laughs> asking of a question that you'll ever get from Shitty. I'm surprised. They're like, what the fuck is that shirt? Why are you wearing that shirt? I can't believe this shit. You fucking sell out. Pray tell, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so this beer... There isn't any uh, extra flavors. This is pretty much a straight double IPA, uh, 9.5% uh, ABV. So this one is a beast when it comes to the ABV. I love the Lord Hobo. They have, Didn't we do Boom Sauce on this show? I don't think so. Oh, you know what? I think I did Boom Sauce the week that you were gone, and it was me and corporate doing the show. Ah, we may have was done that from Boom Lord Sauce. Hobo? Yeah, they're, okay. they're Lord Hobo. They have uh, just started distributing to Ohio recently, so some of these beers are, are fairly new, but they seem to be pretty big in the IPA game. And There's uh, some shit floating yeah. around in my beer. Is it Bailey's? It <laughs> <laughs> <That> ain't Bailey's. <laughs> uh yeah, there's some, there's some sediment. It's fine. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. It needs to settle. <laughs> That's why you pour your beer in a glass right there. That's exactly why. So that, it looks like it looks like a uh, a fish tank when you've just put the fish food in and it gets all cloudy and the flakes are slowly floating down. That's all right, I'm well, experiencing Take here. a big bite of that beer and let me know what you think. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, initial tastes. What do you think, man? Hoppy. Yeah, it's super hoppy. It's super <laughs> there hoppy. There is no denying this, this is, beer is hoppy. This, have you ever smelled hops Ooh. like on their own? Not I have. Beer? You yeah. know how weed-like that smells? It does. That's what this beer tastes like. <laughs> it tastes like you're drinking liquid weed. <laughs> It's it is the best strong. way that I can describe how hoppy this Goodness, beer is, man. Um, but I, I don't hate it, and maybe that's just I, my I think that this growing will be, a little bit. Well, and, and the, there's always an initial shock for me still with the double IPAs that don't have anything cutting through, and I feel like maybe it'll it'll grow on me after after getting through a little bit of it. I'll be okay, but that initial shock factor is like. Kapow. I'm thinking this is at least a double brush. Double my ass. <laughs> this is a tube of toothpaste, <laughs> to be sure. Holy. Uh, well, we'll see how, uh, how we do as we get through these two consolation prizes uh, as the show goes on. I have a feeling... Um, uh, Raul Rate wants to know with my preppy purple shirt, is it the fucking Breeders Cup or something? Ah. <laughs> I just think I look good in purple. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Well, yeah, we'll it's see. It's the color of kings. <laughs> it's Lent. Just go with Lent. Go with the good Catholic boy uh, Everybody response. knows that. <laughs> no Catholic. 
All right. Let's get into Upper Deck. Yes. And Upper Deck is now brought to you by... Minuteman Tickets. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah. Minuteman Tickets is locally owned in Columbus, Ohio by Scott and Matt and their fans, just like you and me. Minuteman does things right. If you call them, not only are you going to talk to a real person, but there's also no fees. And Minuteman will even sell your tickets for you. So go on ahead and check them out at www.minutemantickets.com or go ahead and give them a call at 614-943-3000. That's 614-943-3000. Great no-hassle experience for any concert, sporting event, or even theater show, if that's what you want to see. MinutemanTickets.com. Check them out, guys. Brand new to the show. Any, anyway, starting off with Upper Deck. <laughs> starting off with Upper Deck, uh, with the Super Bowl in the rearview mirror and free agency just around the corner, everybody is kind of wondering where uh, Kirk Cousins will end up because he's one of the biggest names on the free agent market. Not just because he's going to change the course of a franchise for better or for worse with whoever he signs with, but also because it'll take that team out of the running for a quarterback come draft time, presumably, because we all saw last year when Gannon, or not Gannon, rather, but uh, what the hell is his name? Went to the Bears, and then they ended up getting they Trubisky still got anyway. Trubisky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that presumably means that they'll be out of the running for a QB. Anyway, one of the teams that's heavily rumored to be in on Cousins is the New York Jets. And this week, former Jets and Eagles defensive end Hugh Douglas gave his thoughts on what Cousins should ask for from the Jets to head to the Big Apple. In New York, and those Jets fans have been long-suffering, man. They need a quarterback, and I think Kirk Cousins can answer the deal for him right now. Would getting Kirk Cousins, uh, would they be sacrificing other position players? They probably will, because they just said that they're going to get anything that they can get for him. They're going to give him, they're going to throw the bank at him. So if I'm right. Kirk Cousins, I'm going to ask them to ask, show me how, how bad do you really want me. Give right. me all the money. Right. Give me all the money. Make me a, I want a bologna sandwich <laughs> right. at my locker every morning. That's how bad you want me. I want somebody to make it. For me every morning and have it at my locker. That's how bad. Right. Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, uh, Joe, Mike, <laughs> what sandwich would it take you to have at your locker every day for you uh, to sign with the Jets? Not baloney. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I thought. I was like, Hugh Douglas is a cheap sell. Listen, man, I want all the money and baloney. Give me baloney. Like, He's still in the hood with his, <laughs> his, his taste buds. Like I'm living in a mansion, but we got baloney in the fridge. Like I, you know, I couldn't, can't quit the hood. Just some things you can't it, leave. Is behind. it at least fried baloney? Like fried baloney sandwiches are are kind of good. Is it government baloney too? Like is it, is it gonna ask? Does this baloney have a first name? <laughs> Shit. If I had to pick a sandwich uh, to that like I every would day, want every day every that would be sitting day. at your locker for you to be like, all right, this Jets quarterback Man. thing, it's worthwhile. I got fat loads of cash in the bank and this sandwich <laughs> every single day. God, that's a that's a tough one. I uh, oh man, I may go with. Um, Something from Jersey Mike's. That's if funny I'm because going, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, it had to be a Jersey Mike's. Italian, yeah, so. like, well, I'm not going to go Subway because gross. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go. That's as bad as going bologna. Yeah, I'm not going to go Jimmy John's because that guy's uh, the guy that owns it is kind of a douchebag and I don't like to support him. So I would have to go Jimmy John or uh, uh, Jersey Mike's. And uh, I honestly don't even know what I would get that I'd be like, every day, that's it. That's my sandwich every I'd get, day. I get so sick of their straight up classic. Oh, I mean, you'd get sick of it, but I just get up there straight up classic Italian bologna. Yeah, I uh, go hot dog, <laughs> motherfucker. You are a motherfucker. 
<laughs> I want my favorite sandwich, a hot dog. <laughs> Moving on, dickhead. <laughs> All right. If, uh, if you've ever wondered what it takes to raise an Olympic athlete, I think... We have the answer for you, finally. Uh, I know I've been thinking about this a lot with my, <laughs> with, with my son. Like, how do I get him to the Olympics? Apparently, in order to raise an Olympian, you just have to be a big dickhead. Uh, this week, we found that out when Lindsey Vaughn made her last Olympic run in her best event, some type of skiing. It was downhill. Uh, she took. I can tell you that. It wasn't uphill. Aren't all? Yeah. <laughs> I love when they're like, it's downhill skiing. They're like, every skiing? <laughs> I guess that's different from cross-country skiing. Sideways skiing. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the one where they're on the skis, <laughs> and they go, they go down a mountain. That's the one she was in. All right. Uh, anyway, she took home the bronze. She was really emotional afterwards. She was talking about her late grandfather, how she knows he's proud of her. Well, there's someone who isn't as proud, and that's Lindsay's dad. Uh, in an interview with the New York Post, Alan Kildo said of Vaughn's bronze medal run, quote, it was great skiing, but it reminds me of something that Buddy Werner used to say. He said, there's two places in the race, first and last, and I only want one of them. Just little, little spots, just not quite risking enough, not straightening the line out. Just the ski was a little, not quite carving in some places like it should have, but a great result, a great result. Was it a great End result? Uh, no, he just not according like, to what he just said. That that first of all, I didn't realize her dad was Donald Trump. Like reading that quote, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is he even all saying? Over the place. Like, it's like this guy said, and then uh, you know, it's just not quite. You're just not hitting spots in it. it just but a but great, great result. A great result. Yeah. How shitty of a person? Like your daughter just won a bronze in her last Olympic ski, and you're just like, mm, yeah, it wasn't that good. I had better. And, and why did he go Ricky Bobby on her? Like, yeah, it's like he says, if you're not first, you're last. That was a good point. <laughs> I don't know why I did see when I saw that they, they were making a big deal. It's her last, you know, Olympics. She's trying to. And, and the text I got was, hey, check, turn on the Olympics right now. Lindsey Vaughn goes for gold in her final, you know, downhill event. And then, you know, I didn't watch it because I didn't care. And I woke up and I saw Lindsey Vaughn wins bronze medal. And I was like, she won a bronze? Oh, uh, that's cool, I guess. Last one, huh? Kind of a shitty way to go out, but all right. Cool. Tiger's X, huh? That'll be forever next to your name. Bronze medal winner, title Tiger's X. Boyle wants to know if we remember Ski Free. Do you remember that game? No. Oh, Ski Free was the best. It was like a Windows 95 game. I don't think where I ever you played that. you ski down a mountain and then once you just hit a certain point, just the abominable snowman comes out and eats you. Like you can't <laughs> beat the game. You you like <laughs> jump over stuff and if you make it through all the trees and you don't die, all of a sudden you just get eaten. It's like, "Huh. Okay, well that was a good waste of time. Thanks Microsoft." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one. I don't think I ever played like, that. Like I think I'm going to beat him this time. Nope, same spot. Still got eaten. And you like try to fool him out and, like go way off to the side so that he can't get you still showed up ate you and then like your skis and poles were just like laying on the ground that's weird also are we sure this wasn't Lindsay lohan's dad and not Lindsay vaughn's mm, dad very valid point that guy yeah. was a piece of shit it sure was <laughs> it's the bill for this description <laughs> sure was michael lohan uh, met him in an elevator he was a douchebag then too <laughs> imagine not much has changed and if Lindsay Lohan skied, he'd probably have a similar similar temperamentality to this guy. I feel like he'd be worse. He like, might be. He would he'd be, be drunk and talking about it. He wouldn't. Oh, I can't believe it. He wouldn't say a great result. What a like, fucking loser! This is horseshit. This is horseshit. 
You know who could have done that better? Me! <laughs> All right, well, uh, halftime interviews are uh, generally any interviews that happen mid-contest are some of the dumbest things in sports. Most coaches and athletes offer the same cliched answer to a question that seems obvious to everyone involved, including viewers. So imagine everyone's reaction to Paul McGuire's question to women's hockey USA forward D.D. Marvin when he asked before the final period of the gold medal game, quote, you're one of the ten ladies that experienced disappo- disappointment in Sochi. What's going to be your message coming out here for the last 20 minutes? End quote. Um, uh, as you can imagine, uh, that didn't go over so well, but you're also aware that the women did end up winning the gold. Congratulations to them in a 3-2 shootout. So he didn't jinx the fucks the fuck out of her fucks. or... Yeah, there was no fucks that he jinxed out of her or her teammates. With that ridiculous question, but are you fucking serious that he essentially asked her in what's like one of the biggest moments of her life? Hey, how are you not going to fuck this up like last time? <laughs> hey, remember when you blew it? Uh, are you guys going to do that again? Yeah. <laughs> and what are you going to say to prevent blowing it like you did last time? I couldn't help but think that it seemed kind of sexist. I, I couldn't imagine him asking that question to a dude or... Could you I imagine? could. No, I totally could. Well, then I could imagine, you know, something like the uh, the hardened response where he just looks at him. Right. Well, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the difference. She was super professional and gave a great answer and everything. But a dude would have been like, man, are you kidding me? Yeah. I Ask think, Russell Westbrook. I think that's that the question. difference. You're not going to, like, can you imagine? And I'm sure a reporter would do it if, like, the Falcons were in the Super Bowl and they were leading at the oh, halftime. Yeah. They'd go up to the coach and be like, Coach, you guys have been here before and blew the lead, so uh, what are you going to tell the guys to, to make sure? And he would just be like, we're not going to do that. And then he'd just leave. Like, that that would be the... Hey, Matt Ryan, response. remember that one time you embarrassed yourself in the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots? What are you going to do to avoid that in the second half? Uh, I'm going to try not to do that this time around. Thanks. <laughs> are you fucking serious with me right now? I just gave him my life. Fuck out of here. I mean, it's a... I think the the spirit of the question makes sense. Like, okay, you you lost In last theory. year. You lost last year. You're going into the final period. What do you say to there's make a, sure? There's you're a better focused. way to phrase yeah, you, it. Yeah, though. <laughs> the phrasing is way off on this. Not uh, phrasing. <laughs> not the exact. What was the exact quote? Uh, you're one of the ten ladies that experienced disappointment. Yeah. Come on, man. Why didn't he just come right out and say, hey, you blew this once before. Are you guys going to do it again? Uh, man, just get to the point. <laughs> Messed that up. That was, uh, but yeah. all, all's well that ends well since they won the gold anyway. I would have totally searched him out and been like, hey, <laughs> I told him we weren't going to do that shit again. <laughs> How about that? How's that for an answer? Uh, all right. Well, for a show that uh, isn't really big into the Winter Olympics, we sure do quite a few stories on, we uh, do. on the Winter I'm kind of sad that it's over because they've been providing us with lots of upper I mean, deck content as, for two as weeks now. As far as the games themselves, I haven't been watching, but the stories that are coming stories out of them are, amazing. are super fun to to do so whether it's penis parks or <laughs> people banging red gerard's family shotgun and beers at 8 30 in the yeah. morning <laughs> like there's some good stuff uh this one is uh this one's a little bit of an interesting story and uh it may change the way you train i i don't train. i don't train I'm so it won't athlete, so it's not going to train much for me but if you do uh train uh, this this could help you out according to a new york times article that came out this week a lot of german olympic athletes have an interesting way to recoup after their workouts Non-alcoholic beer. Uh, instead of Gatorade, what? yeah, instead of Gatorade or Powerade or whatever, they prefer. Are they to real have, Germans? Well, it's it's during their training. 
So I, I know they're real Germans. They're saying they're saying they drink non-alcoholic beer and it's better for them than like Gatorade. Like it it replenishes them better than having a sports drink. Huh? So they I feel like they, alcoholic beer for Germans prefer- would do the same thing. <laughs> well, they. I mean. I'm sure, like regular athletes in Germany are like that, but like yeah. the Olympic ones are like, oh, okay. I gotta. I'll, they I'll draw just, the line. I'll just somewhere. go non-alcoholic and get drunk after my event. Pass the O'Douls. I'm training. Um, yeah. Well, actually, funny that you say that. Um, there. Uh, so this is according to uh, Johannes Schur, who is the doctor for the German Olympic ski team. Uh, he said that all of his athletes drink non-alcoholic beer during training, and a German brewery has actually supplied. 3,500 liters or 1,000 gallons for German athletes in the Olympic Village. So they literally just shipped in non-alcoholic beer. They were like, here you go. Enjoy your water that tastes like beer. Stack it right up next to the condoms. (laughs) (laughs) Non-alcoholic beer and a whole bunch of rubbers. Enjoy the Olympics. (laughs) <laughs> Once every four years, we have random things shipped in mass to the games. Go figure. A thousand gallons of non-alcoholic beer. They're they're like this stuff will work for you. Just don't go after some of those hockey players. It's not going to help you with them. <laughs> You're going to need the good stuff to forget forget your trying to take out the goalie. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, we have an update. Uh, so about twenty-ish weeks ago, and I only know that because that's how long he had. To get his training taken care of before he got to the age of 37, and his birthday is today, so happy birthday to the man who is now officially an FBI agent, and that would be former Bears cornerback Patrick Peanut Tillman. Uh, The FBI doesn't make recruit announcements official, and so it's not like they throw a big parade for people to let everyone know, hey, this guy's an FBI agent. So it's not like there's going to be anything scrolling across the bottom line or anything, (laughs) but uh, sources sources close to Tillman say that he has his badge and he's now working for the FBI, Um, and it's kind of funny that they landed a big-time sports name the same week as they're uh, investigating the NCAA for their fuckery. (laughs) So uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit more in depth here in a minute, but uh, congratulations to uh, Tillman, and always Always awesome to to hear an athlete go into something that's even better than, you know, he's a Pro Bowl athlete, famous name if you're a football person, and here he is being an FBI agent, which is a lot more grueling. Do you think they call him Agent Peanut? Oh, I feel like there's some hazing going on with it. got Yeah, he's got to be Agent Peanut. Also, That's of his, all the FBI out. agents, I think we talked about this when we talked about it, the, the story originally. That is the one dude you don't want showing up at your door. Oh, nope. shit! <laughs> are, you, I'm gonna, are you Patrick Tillman? Are you going to murder me right now? <laughs> Fuck! If this is the cops, I'm running. You open the door. No, oh, oh, shit. shit. That's Peanut. Shit. Well... Well, you got me. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, I wonder if no. they send them in to do the, the flight risks. <laughs> this guy might run. <laughs> Peanut, you're on this assignment. Uh, yeah, good for him. By the way, Boyle uh, dropped a, a comment. Uh, you're one of ten women who experienced disappointment in Sochi. Now make me a fucking sandwich. That's worse. That's a, that is a worse question. That's worse. He, wow. He makes a valid point. That is a worse question to ask. That, yeah, that would have nailed it. Expertly played. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into your last story of Upper Deck. This one came out this week. A Twitter user at its loyo tweeted out a promposal asking Stephen Adams of the Oklahoma City Thunder to her law school's prom. Uh, the tweet was Wait, a, what fucking law school has a prom? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, is that a thing? Like law schools the are hell? like, all right, what dorks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lawyers suck more ways than one. <laughs> Jesus. 
Yeah, so apparently the, her law school does have a problem, and she was trying to get Stephen Adams to go. Her tweet was a photoshopped picture of her with Adams in front of the pyramids uh, with the caption, Hey, at real Stephen Adams, if I get 1,000 retweets, will you go to my law school's prom with me? And uh, this week, Adams responded to the tweet and said, Absolutely, which is awesome. Feel good stuff. Warm and fuzzy. Only the original tweet from at Let's o, uh, It's Loyo was actually sent in 2015. Uh, that's right. Adams responded Adams this punctual. week. Yeah, he responded this week to a tweet from three years ago inviting him to a prom. Uh, Lowe has already graduated from law school. She's working as a lawyer. So she has said that instead she'll have to invite him to her firm's Christmas party. Okay. Now, I'm sure you've tweeted at famous people and you're not you're never expecting a response. So never. she does this and yada, yada. And never hear it. It's like, this is Imagine up. sitting there and all of a sudden on your phone you get the alert. <laughs> at the real Stephen Adams. Yeah, sure, I'll go to your prom with you. And you're like, the f- what? what are you talking about? What? what? No, this this can't be real. I, I sent that tweet three years ago. <laughs> Open it up. That motherfucker doesn't look at his tweets from three years ago? How did he even come across that? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, just scrolling Just scrolling through, through your mentions. He had to be taking a shit. That's the only thing I could think of. Taking a shit, scrolling. But also like not paying really attention to the year? No. He just no. completely oblivious to the fact that it was sent three years ago. Yeah, no, no idea. Um... Hey Alexis, uh, Alexis says not sure what's going on, but hey guys, hey, what's up, Alexis? Thanks for thanks for joining. Thanks us. for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, tell your friends they won't know what's going on either, but it's fine. It's sports, uh, <laughs> but yeah, how ridiculous is that? Three years later to just be like, yeah, I'll go, and then and then to, like, what do you do at that point? And I, they showed pictures of what he looked like when she first asked him to what he looks like now, and it's like a different person. A lot of beard, lot, yeah, a lot of hair. Uh, it's, he's like. No more titles, though. I can tell you that much. <laughs> no more titles. <laughs> this has been Upper Deck. Brought um, to you by Minuteman Tickets. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're not even going with the joke. No, nope, the there is no joke. Just, uh, just our good sponsors at Minuteman Tickets. I love that. Selling out. Nothing wrong with selling out here. Sure in the hell sports. ain't. So uh, we got to pay these bills. Joe, let's do a quick check. Where are we at on shares for this episode? It's Bailey's time. Oh, snaps! I knew it. Burr, 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 burr! <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, for sharing the show. Uh, go ahead and do it again. If we get up to 30 shares, we'll do another shot. Uh, but we're going to do a shot of Bailey's right we, now to celebrate. We totally I told you to tweet it. Uh, Holy shit, Joe. A shot, man. Not a Jesus, bottle. Jesus, man. I got to buy this stuff. <laughs> we got to tweet at Stephen Adams right now and tell him to no, go tell him to share the show. In about three years, <laughs> we're going to show share. Hey, Thanks for asking me, guys. Good good stuff. Real warm and fuzzy. (laughs) You're you're punctual, Stephen. You're punctual. That would be actually kind of amazing to see that happen. We should. We should totally just start tweeting at Stephen Adams. Yeah. And we'll just start a timer to see how long it takes. Joe, new job. Media Blitz campaign. (laughs) Stephen Adams. Tag tag him daily. Tag him in every tweet that we do. No no context, just at real Stephen Adams, no matter what we tweet out. (laughs) Retweets. Everything. New episode links are up for you at Real Stephen Adams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, cheers. Oh, my yeah. God. That is Jesus, ridiculous. That's, That's going to hurt. Shots. Uh, no, fuck it. Oh, yeah. With uh, double IPA, that is really disgusting. Mm. Um, all right. Well, let's, let's address what is happening right now uh, with this shirt that I have to wear. Uh, <laughs> as we all know, we, uh, we had... The most ridiculously long 
pick'em contest in the history of pick'em contests. It started off with NFL and college football season. We had a bowl challenge that got mixed in there, went through the playoffs, and then got to the Super Bowl. And uh, 11 people beat me in the pick'em contest. Because you suck. And one person beat Scott. So that means those 11 people get to punish me in some way, and one person gets to punish Scott, too. Uh, so this is the first punishment. This one comes to us by our good friend of the show, Tyson Thorpe. Tyson wrote up a nice little note for this. Um, Mike Burlon's punishment. You must wear the shirt that Scott has for an entire episode, and that's the the shirt that I'm wearing right now. Uh, I have to take a picture of myself wearing the shirt, giving a thumbs-up gesture with a huge cheesy grin on my face. Uh, then I have to make that picture my profile picture for an entire week. Uh, if anybody asks about it, I have to reply with one specific phrase. You guys heard that earlier in the show when Shitty asked me. I don't know. I think red looks good on me. <laughs> and then uh, if I don't like it, pick better next time. Love, Tyson. Fuck you, Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyson gets bonus points for creativity. I, it's, I think that's very well, well done as a punishment for It is a good show. punishment, especially at this point in the college basketball season where like Xavier is number four in the country and we're getting close to tournament time. And now I have to rep UC on my uh, Facebook profile for a week. That's, that's really <laughs> shitty. Uh, so good timing on Tyson's part with that. Um, he says, go Bearcats. Thanks, man. Uh, but uh, if you guys, you should have received an email this week. Uh, get your suggestions in because we're there gonna are start ten doing... other people, including yes, Lou the dog beat both of us. That's the one person that beat both of us and things. So, but there are nine other people besides Lou the dog that need to punish Mike. One of them, including me. So I guess there's eight other people that need to get. <laughs> I'm good at math. Uh, eight other people that need to get in their but punishments. But then if somebody else punishes yeah, you, then there's only seven. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you eight get on get on your shit because I've got shoot my us, punishment uh, ready to go. Shoot us an email. Do you want to give a little preview or are you nope. letting it be a surprise? All right, save the um, best for last. Are we doing your punishment last or are we doing uh, Lou the dog's punishment last? Uh, it depends on when Lou the dog. It depends on when Lou the dog. Lou the dog is also going to make an appearance on the show. That's a good point. Um, so it all depends on his timing and whether or not Lou the dog's punishment is going to be a really good one. That I don't even know oh, how that's that going to happen. Suck. I, it, we need. You know what? For that one, we're definitely doing like a crappy double IPA. <laughs> Because I'm going to have to sit there and do what he wants don't us to do. Tell, don't yeah, don't yeah, give yeah, any hints. Saying. It's going to be a brutal punishment. You're going to want to. You definitely don't want to miss that one. Uh, but Tyson. Congrats on the win. And, and I told Scott this story uh, before the show. Oh, yeah. And it, it's worth one. talking about here. Um, going into the Super Bowl, Tyson and I were tied in the Pick'em contest. We, I don't even know what we were at, but we were both tied. <laughs> yeah, Everything else was decided. The, everybody ahead of me, I couldn't catch up. Nobody behind me could catch me. So it was literally the only contest that mattered Super Bowl weekend was me versus Tyson. If I beat him, I wasn't going to have to get punished. If he beat me... Uh, or if we tied, then I was going to take the punishment. So about a week after the Super Bowl on some post in the Craft Root Sports Group, uh, Tyson goes, hey, Mike, who did you pick in the Super Bowl? And I went, oh, fuck, I didn't even make a pick. Didn't even pick in the Super Bowl Dumbass. the very last game of our season-long pick Dumbass. I didn't even do it. I didn't even make a pick. It's the so worst way to fail. I deserve you this You didn't loss. show up. <laughs> In fairness, like I told Scott, uh, I, I think Tyson picked New England. I would have picked New England, so we both would have lost, and I still would have had to do the punishment anyways. So it's not like I was going to win because um, I didn't think Philadelphia was going to win. So here I am wearing a goddamn UC shirt for the rest of this episode. 
And we got to get that pick for you. I know. You keep talking about this damn pick. I get it. Just the terms of agreement, man. (laughs) I understand. I know. I read the paper multiple times. I know what the terms are. Might want to read it again. You're getting a little testy. (laughs) I don't know. I think I just look good in red. Tank says didn't make a pick in the Super Bowl. Turn in your sports podcasting license immediately. (laughs) Accurate. Fucking accurate. Well, I think if you listen to the tape, I did make a pick. I just didn't officially put I, it But in if there. you didn't put pen to paper, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's a good point. In this in this pick'em contest, people were Vegas doing whatever they want. just like, oh, you were going to bet on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl? Okay, I well, didn't go. pick the right team. I'm saying I picked the losing team. It does not matter. I, went I know, on but I'm just saying, saying the fact that you didn't actually enter I know, it I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. The my, fact, point, my point my, of contention. My point is whether that or not it you're doesn't get it matter. Wrong. Whether or not you're going to get it wrong, you didn't fucking enter. <laughs> Anything. I'm not fighting this like, no, I picked the Eagles. Go back and listen to it. I picked the Eagles. I'm not doing the punishment. I was like, yeah, I blew it. It's done. Whatever. Fuck you, man. Anyways. I bet your uh, mom, Boyle. How about that? <laughs> All right. Uh, big news this week, and the phone lines are open, 440-37-DRUNK. If you want to be a part of the show, feel free to call in. Uh, we, can, uh, we can take your calls on whatever you want to talk about, but the big story this week is the NCAA and their... There we go. Fucking right away. Craft <laughs> Root Sports, who's this? Hey, it's Tank. What's hey, up? Tank. What's up, man? What's up, buddy? Not much, man. I thought I would uh, call in before this devolves into musketeer talk for the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. That's a fair point. Um, I don't think it's going to get too musky heavy. I mean, there's going to be some yeah, musketeer talk. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man. Tis the season, man. It, and it, actually, it helps me because since I don't watch NCAA ball, uh, until the tournament starts, you guys are actually doing me a favor by cluing me in on what's happening. Well, we're cluing you in on what's happening with one team because we also don't really pay attention to anybody else. Like we're just like, ah, there's some shit going on. Oh, funny story about that. <laughs> funny story about that. Yeah. So, um, Alex, we, I was talking with him the other day about the show and everything, and he he was ta- I was saying something about yeah, there's just no star power, and I remember when I can name at least four or five guys for Kentucky. I can't name a single one, and then I realized. I can't name anybody not named Trey Young this entire season outside of Xavier. I don't know a single player in college basketball outside of Trey Young, and that's because that's the only person ESPN talks about. It's pathetic. There's the, the yeah, that's all I got. It's, I got nothing else it. either. Yep. Uh, Tank, what do you got for us, man? <laughs> oh man, I, I I don't know if you guys were with me on this, but I am over the fucking Winter Olympics. Like, I cannot take any more of this yep. ice skating bullshit. Yeah, today <laughs> t- today's the closing ceremony, so you're good. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, this is oh, it. Oh God. man, I love that uh, Tank had a post earlier this week that was just like, "How much fucking figure skating can one Olympics have?" Because that is all that they show. We've been force fed figure skating for two weeks straight. That's it. Yeah, every every night I come home from the gym, I walk into my wife watching ice dancing and just <laughs> just fucking super pissy, angry announcers just degrading people because they didn't get a full turn on their on their seven hundred and twenty degree spin, and that's like the biggest fucking disappointment in the world well, like, uh, from from announcers that have never done uh, those things too. That's what cracks me up. <laughs> Right, yeah, Johnny, we're sitting here, like, criticizing people, and dude hasn't done shit, so fuck him. <laughs> I think he has done stuff, right? Is Once it, upon a time. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute, <laughs> but him and Terry Lipinski oh. at least competed. It's true. Yeah, he, uh, Johnny, we didn't bring him the gold, I'll tell you that right now. He didn't get first in American. <laughs> Tech, I like that you got super Norwood on us right there. <laughs> You didn't bring home the gold, <laughs> goddammit. I'll tell you that right now. 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Name name amazing medalist in figure skating. What's that? I, sorry, you were breaking. Uh, up. N- n- oh, sorry. Uh, name amazing silver medalist and silver medalist in figure skating. I'll wait. <laughs> Nancy I, Kerrigan. Did she? I don't know. I just threw uh, out a name. <laughs> I don't <laughs> fucking know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, wait. Hang on. Let's let's do this question tag. Name a gold medalist in figure skating. I'll wait because I got nobody. I have no clue. <laughs> I, got, I, I got no one. I got nothing on this. <laughs> It's, take- it's just it's just so weird. It's like nothing happens with this sport for four years, and then we get it jammed down our throat for two weeks every four years. It's super weird. Well, NBC will always try to like do the weird exhibition stuff. Like normally, it's right after the Olympics. Because hold on, they're trying to hold capitalize. on. No, no lie, breaking news: Arizona sh- coach Sean Miller was captured on FBI wiretap discussing paying recruit one hundred thousand yes! dollars. Suck it, Sean Miller! Uh, I want to go somewhere where I can win a national championship and cheat to not do it. And my son's up, but okay. (laughs) Uh, Tank, let me ask you this before we get because that's going. We'll definitely get into that. Uh, Tank, what are you going to do with yourself? Brendan just threw out Michelle Kwan after the Michelle Kwan. Ah, that's did she win gold or was she a silver medalist? I don't know. Joe, look that up. Michelle Kwan. Uh, Tig, what are you going to do with yourself after the Olympics are over, though? Like, at this point of the year, when it's basketball and hockey uh, and spring training baseball, what what are you, the casual sports fan, going to be focusing on? Uh, probably video games. Um, <laughs> a, a, a lot of Netflix. Uh, I mean, what do you watch? I mean... Uh, hockey hockey doesn't get cool until the playoffs. Then it's awesome because then it's just. Do we lose Tank? I think we did. I think we lost Tank. Maybe. Oh, oh there he is. is. Hey, hey, all right, you're back. Uh, nope, we lost him again. Okay, so Michelle Kwan in the Olympics has one Tank silver and uh, one bronze. One silver and one bronze. No gold. All right, no golds. Uh, so Boyle was right. He named a, a silver medalist. Well done. Uh, Tank, if you're uh, if you're listening, feel free to call back in, man. Uh, I don't know what happened there, where why we lost you, but uh, call back in. Uh, so Sean Miller, uh, completely. Uh, this this is hot. That's that is breaking, breaking news. Through our show. This is this is mana from heaven. Yeah, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my my. I'm gonna drink to that. My mentions are blowing up right now. People are sending me hangout messages right now, talking about. Uh, uh, I got Miller. Twitter messages. Yeah, this it is uh, this is great. As this is a, a great fan, day to be hosting a podcast. Is as a, well, and uh, being a Xavier fan, it's great to see Sean Miller uh, get implicated in this. So. If you haven't been following along, uh, the NCAA has been... Uh, it, this is actually what led to Rick Pitino getting fired. The FBI was looking into uh, recruits getting paid. Hi, and there Jordan. Was this kind of weird uh, money-making scheme, and things were getting funneled through shoe companies and AAU programs to get payments to players in order to go to certain universities. Um, let me ask you this question. Sean Miller's named in this, Right. Yeah, you know where the question's going on this. Oh, what did he because, do anything while I was at Xavier? Yes. Do you I don't think, think so? Do you, you don't think so? No. I think at Xavier. Aha! Uh-huh, I think at Xavier, and, and this is the problem. Do you with think him maybe going that's why he left? No, because he couldn't do this. Type I stuff think at no, because he, he could have. He could have easily. But what I think, I think we're looking at here is that the coach that is on staff that was 
uh, steering recruits to the shoe companies and all of that that did was on staff with Miller at Xavier. I think that that guy while at Xavier might have had a little bit more to do with stuff going on at that. I'm, I'm just saying if anything like that was going on. But once you get to a place like Arizona, Mister, uh, you know, uh, uh, a place where I can win a national championship, and that pressure starts to mount. And you got to remember, he's now been there what ten years and has no Final Four appearances, that pressure was starting to get That's to definitely, him. Uh, the yeah. fact that he's been pulling, and he's been pulling in on those high recruits and has nothing to show for it. I think that's the act of a desperate man right there, and he wasn't. He wasn't desperate at Xavier. Everything was gravy at Xavier. Now, that's I'm true because you're in the Atlantic Ten. I'm not saying that anything wasn't going on because I'm not stupid enough to believe that all the everything's on the up and up. And I don't want to pretend oh, it couldn't happen here and it and didn't Xavier happen here. Xavier was the named in the the most recent report that came out today. Yes, uh, Edmund Sumner was was listed as uh, accepting some money for, or it may an have agent. been his father too. They're not Could've sure. Been his father, somebody took it. Yeah, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. James backwards is also uh, named in mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, I called him James backwards. I refuse to call him Samaje. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> I, like when you said it, I was like, James backwards. Sure. I was like, who, who, who is that? Oh, James yeah, but backwards. he wasn't, and Samaje wasn't named in the report that came out today. He was named in uh, part of the, the other thing where it was like he left the agency that, that's implicated in this whole thing. But when the report came out today, there was no transactions or anything that directly listed his name. It just his name was brought up within the past few days because he had left the agency after like this whole thing broke. When the FBI first started making arrests, he left the agency. Same with Sumner. And so there was speculation that maybe but his name never appeared in this list of names that okay. came out with all the transactions. But they, there there are so. a ton of schools that are named in this. Uh, Michigan State is included. Uh, Hi Jordan, Louisville, obviously. Uh, hey Jordan. Uh, Louisville obviously is is included in this. Um, so a ton of schools are facing some NCAA penalties from this. Um, let's go back to what happened this week with Louisville. Louisville appealed uh, some some penalties that the NCAA handled handed down, stemming back to giving uh, they were hiring escorts. And <laughs> thank you, Joe, for miming. This is what Joe did. <laughs> Strippers. <laughs> Shut them titties. <laughs> Not just strippers, but escorts. They were paying for prostitution. And, yeah, and that uh, was actually like illegal yeah, stuff. It was, it was uh, yeah, actual breaking the law yeah. uh, activities that they were doing in Louisville to try to get kids to come to the university. Um, and Louisville appealed it, lost their appeal, and had to vacate some crazy amount of wins, including the their 2013 title. national championship. Yeah. Um, so... This is so where hail to the victors, right? The, they were the runners up. So, this, well, so this raise is the where, banner at Michigan. This is where I think the NCAA has some ridiculousness because I think vacating wins is the dumbest penalty that you can ever hand out. That is such a cop out of like, well, we got to do something. So those wins just don't count anymore. Well, and the problem is the games happened, so the wins count whether or not they put them or list them in a record book or whatever. And we saw that with Joe Paterno. They took away his wins after everything unfolded there at Penn State and then later realized, hey, this is kind of stupid. This doesn't really like change anything. And yeah. we went too far and they gave them back to him. And all it, it's it's a simple add and delete. Like there isn't well, and it, it you can't doesn't physically take away something that already happened. Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. Craftroot Sports, who's this? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, man. What's going on? I'm here to talk about Sean fucking Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We hey. are excited. 
is this being is this being recorded? Is this phone call being recorded? It is. Uh, you're going to be on uh, FBI wiretap, so don't talk about paying that recruit. Woo! <laughs> the, the the block is we're gonna hot. Take a trip out to see. We're gonna take a visit to him in jail. <laughs> we're gonna visit Sean in jail. I, I'm gonna go visit him because I'm gonna go there and tell him, is is this the place where you can win a national championship? Right here from the cell. Is this the I place? Know. Are, are you, you kids? These kids are gonna enjoy that pool. Yes, you beat me to <laughs> it, Damn it. You beat prison. me to it. <laughs> that is right. His kids are gonna enjoy the pool at the big house. <laughs> right. Daddy can't swim. Uh, they, they won't unlock me. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Do you I think- don't give, give, give Ed Sumner all the fucking money if Sean Miller is going away. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's any chance that Miller was doing anything shady at Xavier? Well, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's, a, that's all you can do right now is say, yep, I mean, I guess. Or who knows? Until something comes <laughs> out otherwise. Yeah. You know what? We were still in the fucking A-10. They would be like, oh, you're going to pay us what? It's still the A-10. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. So, I don't know. Uh, uh, it's just good news. It's good news Friday. It is a good news <laughs> Friday. <laughs> It's fantastic. What else are you guys talking about? Uh, uh, we mean, were mostly just talking about that, and then this broke, and we've kind of just <laughs> that, this. This is going to be the show right here. I mean, the NCAA so, is the Sean Miller Memorial. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I should run up and get my uh, my shirt that says "It doesn't matter. It's Miller time," and just wear that <laughs> from now on. <laughs> well, you can't because the punishment. Oh, oh, that's a good point. Damn it, I'm stuck. Ah, yeah. shit. All right, that's <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we- just, you guys, next week we're all drinking Miller Low Life. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Maybe the, maybe the heydays can get a uh, list of uh, crooked coaches on the on the teams. It could be like <laughs> it could be like Miller, and you know, and just start naming all the coaches. Miller, that, Paterno, <laughs> yeah, Miller Paterno, and you know, just get a list of them. I think that'd be a good one. That'd be a hot seller. Hey, I don't know. Yeah, we should get something going like that because <laughs> they're gonna be remembering the heydays soon. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, a little out. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it, bud. Yep. Have a good All night, right. guys. Cheers, See you, man. bud. <laughs> that would be awesome. All of Xavier Nation is excited. That's the thing. Like, yeah, Xavier fans are going to be super pumped about this news. But I'm telling you, pump the brakes a little bit because if they've got him, that means they are going to start looking into his past. That's you- fine. I don't care. You know what? Because what are they going to take? Uh, look, that's the other thing, though. Anything that they do, they're just going to say, uh, it, it happened, maybe it was there. But he didn't really ultimately win shit while he was here. It doesn't so, matter. I mean, like, there's that's still, fine. So uh, what I'm, there's no what titles I'm to worried about, there's no titles to vacate. And again, who gives a shit about uh, like erasing wins? But what I'm worried about is this isn't, this isn't the, hey, we hired prostitutes for these kids. Uh, and uh, you know, this is the NCAA, like, and I think that's kind of weird, and we should probably address that fact too. The NCAA views paying players as worse than hiring prostitutes to bang recruits. The FBI don't, though. Uh, fair point. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but the NCAA will look at paying players as the ultimate worst thing that you can do. They're going to be like, oh, you hired prostitutes? All right, we're just going to vacate wins. But you paid a player? Guess what? Your school doesn't get to hand out scholarships for three years. Okay, well, Your school we'll doesn't get a po- – you don't get to go to the postseason and – I'm telling you, if they if they've got Miller on tape, and 
I'm, the NCAA is going to start looking into things, and this could hurt Xavier because he was he was here. Like they're going to start looking into everything he's done. It could, but it might not because he's been far enough removed that it, it doesn't necessarily Maybe. mean that he's going to like. This isn't his kids aren't still here. His recruits aren't still I here. Know. So it's, I mean, I'm, it I'm might just be saying, just far enough in the past that all it's going to do is tarnish the name of while he was it's here. Hilarious to laugh at him for this because fuck Sean Miller, but. Let's temper our excitement a little bit on this one. I don't want to pump That's the brakes. I want to go full bore. <laughs> so right it to the wheels fall. The off. wiretap for a hundred thousand dollars was to ensure star freshman DeAndre Ayton to sign with the Wildcats. So it was when he was at Arizona that he's being caught. Right, right, right. No, I, no, I, yeah, I'm saying, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I'm saying Mike's just saying that they're going to start looking and they're going to go back further and further and see if there's anything in his entire coaching career, which obviously begins at Xavier. Yeah. So if there's something there, it could hurt us. But I don't think it's 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 too much distance. Like it's not. We'll see. We'll like, see. No, I mean, like we'll see. Rick Pitino isn't Kentucky isn't suffering for anything that Louisville That's fair. is not That's doing fair. with. Craftwood Sports. Who's this? <laughs> oh, there he is. I knew we'd hear from him tonight. What's up, Lou? <laughs> hey, guys. Long time no talk, man. How you been? Yeah, been good. So I missed the last few weeks. It's all good. We missed you. It's all right, man. A lot of people missed the last few weeks. <laughs> I, I feel like your timing is pretty good for coming back. That's for sure. It's been a hell of a week. <laughs> to say the least. What's your take on so, the whole, uh, uh, on the whole uh, you're a big Louisville fan. What's your take on uh, Louisville's punishments from this week and uh, all this new stuff with the FBI and, and how that could affect things? Well, I, I wasn't surprised about the news that the banner was officially coming down. It was kind of to be expected, but it definitely stings more than I anticipated once it went official. Does it really? Does it really bother you that much? I, I, one, of, one of the bloggers I follow, I thought, put it, put it pretty well. Yes, we won the game. No one can take that away from us. Yes, I had blast celebrating it. I'll always remember that. But, but the shame and the fact that I'll never be able to talk about that tournament without some asshole – saying it didn't happen or something, that's never going to go <laughs> I mean, away that's either. A fair that's point. that's, that's very trolls. true. Yeah. Yeah. The, the trolls are going to haunt you it, forever. It takes, it takes away, you know. Uh, um, is, there a dumber, as, is there a dumber punishment than vacating wins? It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't punish the people involved. I mean, in that case, all, for what, as far as we all know, um, the assistant coach, Andre McGee, was the one pretty much wholly responsible for that. So, like, he should never get to work again. He should be the one bearing the brunt of the punishment. And then Patino, whether he knew or not, should have known and needed to have some sort of repercussions. But the the players that get punished, the fans that get punished, even the school paying back money and stuff is kind of ridiculous. I mean – the institution didn't do anything wrong. It was one, it was one guy and, and a coach overseeing something. So it's all just a joke. I think, I think what it all leads to is it's going to be interesting to see how big this thing gets. And I think the bigger it gets, the more likely it is that you're going to see the Power 5 schools just say, fuck it, and start their own thing. This, this could be the catalyst for all of that. 
NCAA could just end as we know it. Well, that, that that's interesting, but I think the bigger it gets, the more of a problem the NCAA has where, where they're handcuffed. It's like, what are you going to do? I mean, are you going to punish every single school that's implicated in this thing? Because the list just but keeps on I'm, growing. That's like, what I mean, I'm getting I don't at. think they can. That's what I'm getting at. They can't. They can't do that. So, in my opinion, the bigger it gets, and it looks like it's going to get pretty big um, with the last few days and Sean Miller news and everything else. I mean, you're still talking about like one agent and one undercover job. They they see the bunch of stuff from the Nike grassroots AAU thing. I mean, there's a lot of evidence out there that we haven't heard anything about. It's likely going to get bigger. And that's the thing. Either the NCAA is going to have to make wholesale changes as an organization to really just change the entire system to figure out some way to start compensating players or something. And if they're not willing to do that, then I think the power five leagues just say, fuck it. We'll handle it. We'll do it ourselves. I don't, and, and they'll just leave. I don't think you'll ever see that. Uh, and, and we talked about it in the, in the craft Root sports group. I don't think you'll ever see it because no power five conference wants to deal with all of the lesser sports. Like I, every time this comes up, paying players and, and conferences leaving. We all talk about football and basketball, and that's fine because those are the money makers. Those are the sports that everybody pays attention to. But there are so many other sports. Like Those guys in charge of those power conferences aren't going to want to deal with setting up a national championship for swimming. They're, they just don't want to do care. But, but why do you think that's such a difficult thing to do? Because there is so much logistics that go into it. Like If you've got – right now, they don't have to worry about anything except sending their – their athletes to these events. Now you got to worry about securing a location. You got to worry about selling tickets. You got to worry about security at the location. You got to worry about organizing hotels for everybody. There is so much more shit that goes into it that they would have to then be responsible for that the NCAA is hand- handling for them now. So, and, and it's on I mean, such a schools, much larger the scale. The schools themselves handle most of those logistics. I mean, the NCAA secures locations and hosts the event, but. I mean, when you start looking at some of the money that could be tossed around, I mean, the the whole NCAA is is sort of a joke. All the money comes from the big schools and the power conferences, and then gets disseminated out for for all those small sports to all the member schools. Right. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I don't with think that. that stuff's that hard. I, I think they'd be. Mm, I think I that's know. a very minor consideration when you start looking at the money that if the power five went out and signed their own football deals and had their own playoff system and did the same with basketball, I mean, the type of money that they're going to garnish from TV programs, like they can hire a few people to put on the cross country championship. I mean, that's, that's the least of their concerns in my opinion. All right. I mean, that's, it's a fair point. I think that's just more shit that they don't want to deal with like right now. And I think it was Boyle that made the point right now. All the Power Five conferences have the perfect scapegoat. They've got the NCAA as their boogeyman that they can point to whenever something is wrong. If they don't have that NCAA to fall back on and point the finger and blame somebody else and it comes back to them, they're not going to like that. Unless unless they change the rules and somewhat make people happy with I think, what it looks like I think and that's figure out a way more, to pay players and that kind of stuff. That's more of and what you're going to see is the NCAA adapting rather than the Power Five conferences forming their own their own NCAA. I agree. It's- I agree. And that, and I think, I think the NCAA is going to have to adapt. My only point is if the NCAA doesn't, if the NCAA remains stubborn and remains completely tone deaf 
to the underlying issues and wants to keep talking about like amateurism and all this bullshit and continue to contradict themselves and have no pattern for these punishments. If they want to continue to operate in that fashion, I think you're going to see the power five say, fuck it and just leave. And, and who's to say they couldn't just leave for the sake of football and basketball. I mean, they control all the money. And at the end of the day, it's all about money and the power five schools and the bit and men's basketball and football control everything. You're right. You're 100% right. So, you, I mean, I guess they could leave for that, but then the NCAA isn't – I mean, that's going to cause the NCAA to fold because then they don't have the income. And they're not going to be able to support those right. other sports. Uh, but that's kind of what I'm getting at is I don't think the NCAA has any leverage in this. If the, if the Power Five schools get together and say we're going to do our own thing, no one can stop them. That's a fair point. Lou, let me ask you this question. Um, if you had a, uh, a Louisville championship tattoo uh, from 2013, what would you do with it? <laughs> I do have one. Oh, shit! <laughs> so what are you doing are you, with it? Are you going to tattoo an asterisk on there or something? It's staying on. <laughs> that a boy. Fuck them. They can take away the memory, or they can take away the game, but they can't take away the memories or the tattoo. Are you... Are you worried, Lou, that every time uh, you uh, you show that tattoo, somebody's going to troll you on it? Be like, hey, that, that game didn't happen. I just want to win another title soon to, to, to eliminate the trolls. <laughs> the, the, good thing is, the good thing is most of the trolls these days, um, at least for me living in Cincinnati, are these Bearcat idiots. And... It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, we cheated, but at least we won a title. At least we went to a couple Final Fours. <laughs> you guys haven't done shit since the 60s. So <laughs> I'd much rather cheat and win than be a UC fan, and I'll never back down from that. That's true. <laughs> that's, I'll give them that. That's 100%. something we can agree with, Lou, uh, 100%. All right, man. Well, thanks for the call, bud. Appreciate it. Peace. All right, cheers, man. Good See you, bud. <laughs> uh, Scott, do you think there's any chance that these Power Five conferences break away from the NCAA? I don't know. No, why I think I they're going like to use. That. Well, no, really I know weird. what you mean. That's fine. I I think they're going <laughs> to use all of the leverage, like Lou said, to say, "Hey, look, this has gotten out of hand, and you guys have fucked this up now for you know you basically your entire existence." But over the last, I'd say over the last twenty years, it's gotten real obvious that the NCAA just doesn't know what they're doing or doesn't care and you yeah. know only wants to collect the cash and they're willy-nilly with everything that they do and there's no you know there's no structure there's no rhyme or reason and like Lou said they contradict themselves and so they're going to just going to be like look get this shit together figure out a way that this can actually work and we can try to do you know make it better for everyone or we're going to leave and and I I mean I think they would they would do that for basketball and football because like you said the the rest of the sports don't they don't care about and that's not their main concern and if they pull the money away from the two sports that bring in all the money then the NCAA folds because they can't afford to do everything on their own with with the way everything else is structured so it's kind of a gun to the head situation where the NCAA will almost be forced it's weird because they'll be forced to do what the power five want even though if the Power Five left, they presumably would have to do it on their own. Like, yeah, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like, you know, hey, you do this for me right now. You cut my grass right now or I- I'm going to cut it myself. <laughs> okay, and, let me cut your grass for you. Please. Yeah, and, and I'm going to stop paying you. I'm going to keep 
all you know, I'm gonna stop losing money off paying you. I'm just gonna keep all that money and cut it myself. You know, right? Because I can do it better and I can do it when I want it. And you know, you're not doing it good enough. And you're like, well, I mean, I guess I'll keep cutting your grass. Then I'll do it right now because I don't want to lose the income that you're giving me. Like, right? But that's I mean, a, so th- it's a super weird analogy. But yes, you're 100% right. I mean, that's right that's that. how it goes. It's just it's it's weird because they they both need each other. But if if they ultimately do decide to say f you, like. You know, then everything falls apart, and they'll have to do it. On I their think own. this like, just this ends up being the breaking point where we do get to a point where college athletes are allowed to get paid. Uh, I have always been a proponent of college athletes should not be paid. I was I was the guy that was like, nah, they get a free education, they don't need any more money, and they get a stipend. <laughs> you were the old white guy. I was. I was the old white guy that that was just yelling about the fact that these kids were uh, getting a free education, and I had thousands and thousands of dollars of student loan debt and that wasn't fair to me uh so i never understood that because i've had i still have twenty six thousand dollars of debt (laughs) i don't think anything less of those guys i mean good for them they have a skill that i've never had and i've i've never brought a dime to my school so uh hey i did i was on the retention website for years afterwards Well, there you have it. (laughs) i'll get back to my point here after this call craft root sports who's this Hey, it's Boyle. Hey, Boyle. What's up, man? Here it comes. <laughs> not much. Boyle was on the retention what's the, what's, website what's with me. talking shit about, Scott? Oh, I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> the timing of your call was funny because we were talking about the the old, staunchy white men about uh, not getting, <laughs> not paying college athletes, and you came riding in on your oh. horse, and I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. I think Boyle has also oh. uh, evolved in his position too, right, Boyle? Are you, or are oh, you still on the yeah, point of... Yeah, I used to... I used to I used to drink the Kool Aid, the the old white man Kool Aid with <laughs> I don't know what is that black velvet maybe I don't know <laughs> black label or blue label for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, Jerry Jones's drink. That's the oldest. There it is. Drink. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you are on board with paying players. Absolutely, but but here's here's my question: Why would you know, going back to uh, 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 Lou the dog's point, uh, why why would these schools want to break off that, to begin with? Like, what's their argument? Like, oh, you're not letting us. You caught us cheating, so we're gonna leave. Like, you know, they don't want to pay the players. Yeah, I think you're right about that. It's not like it's not <laughs> like they're saying. Hey, because if you look at it, all of these instances are it's money coming in from an outside source. It's not the university paying them. So it's not like they're saying, hey, let us pay these guys. It's, hey, let us have other people pay these guys. (laughs) Let us have our cake and eat it too, damn it. (laughs) Like, get rid of the rule that says we can't have somebody else pay this kid. (laughs) That's essentially what this argument is. Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not as if if the rules changed like a hundred thousand dollar wiretap from some booster to some you know uh, basketball player is gonna all of a sudden be like you know kosher. Yeah, it doesn't work that way in the NBA. <laughs> That's fair. So here's what I was gonna say, Boyle, and I'm glad because you can kind of hear this this point live on air. I was gonna say that I feel like they, they need to get back to... First of all, it will never work for the university to pay players. I know that's what everybody goes to. It will never work. You cannot pay players uh, in, in athletics. And the reason why I say that is because 
again, everybody only thinks of football and basketball. And yeah, you can pay those guys, but you also have to pay every other athlete at your school. You have to pay that guy that's on the men's golf team. Sure. You have you to just pay, pay him dick. You're opening yourself up well, to a lawsuit says, says with, who, with something like that. Says who? I mean, it, is, it says, know, says money, the fact how that. How much money is the, is, is, is the golf team bringing it? But, right. right but my point being, nothing. my point being, if you don't pay a, a certain athlete and you pay another athlete, you will 100% get sued. But it's again, a Title but, IX, but, okay, it's a title fine, nine issue. You have then, to pay every that, athlete. That's fine. Then the pay them dick. Uh, and then it's just based on how much you're bringing on, in, just like on. an athlete in, but, in, in but professional here's the sports. Thing. All of the all of the money from football and basketball is used to help all of those other sports. Okay, at schools like Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, it doesn't matter. Like they have so much money, it doesn't matter. Okay, but at a school like Ball State, at a school like uh, they're not competing Iowa, now anyway. It, but they will have to shut down the rest of their programs. There's no the, the people who are getting a free education right now. Like there are there are kids. I know you don't want to think about it, but there are kids that are like, "Hey, I'm a pretty good golfer. I'm not going to be on the PGA tour, but at least I'm going to get a free college education." Out you know, of this. you know how much sympathy I have for those fuckers? None, because I'm paying Why? for my because I'm Why? paying you for just my said, You just said you didn't care if they get if they got paid because. Right. It, it, but what I'm saying is, if the the bottom end fuckers aren't getting paid. Because they're not good enough to be playing a sport that brings in money, then they're just but like the, not, they're just like the rest of us. But that's ridiculous. If you open it up to where you're paying players from the university, you have to pay all of your athletes. Okay, you that's fine. You can't they'll, they'll get a dollar hey, stipend I, I each week. That that's, I don't think that's that's true because it, if what you're saying is thing. right, it's a Title Nine thing, man. Those those other sports are going to cease to exist if these athletes aren't paid. Then. You're basically, you know, who's going to sue? Because that's instantly going to mean, oh, like, I'm going to sue, and then my uh, women's tennis team is now, you know, out of existence. But they're out of Because I decided to sue. But they're at least going to get their money back. They're going to get money that they... but again, or do pay him, pay him. I just don't just don't pay him as much here's as you pay a, the other sports. Here's my point. Like so how, my point how being, hard is that? I'm backing this up to. I'm not saying that athletes shouldn't be paid because I do feel like these kids should be allowed to make money okay. while they're in school. My point is, remove the rules on they're not allowed to get a job and let other people pay them. Let them make money off of their own name. Sure. Don't don't have the university involved at all. The university is not allowed to pay a player, but. That kid that we did the story on that had the YouTube channel that wasn't allowed to monetize it because the NCAA was like, that's illegal. Let them do that shit. Let them sell their autographs. Then let them be represented by agents, too. Let them be represented by agents. That's fine. My point is the university should not be involved because you're not going to be able to support all of the athletes in in a, a proper way. It will address what you're saying where the people who don't bring in money aren't going to make as much money because nobody's going to be lining up for an autograph from... Jason Cockrick at the the golf team. Uh, whoa, whoa! Bad example. I mean, he, he's a PGA golfer. Like, no, do, how many? I'm just saying. I mean, bad him? example because there's much much. I harbor because uh, he beat the shit out of me in high school oh, when I played okay. against him when Fair he was enough. at JFK. I've I've got really bad feelings about that. All right, but my so point being, let those guys profit off of their own name. Let them profit off of uh, their celebrity, and then. Let that be their payment. Look, I just want fucking NCAA to come back. And if you're paying the players, then that means it can't because they can make money off their likeness. That's the bottom line. I want NCAA (laughs) football back, damn it. (laughs) Boyle, what do you think about that? Do you think that is 
the better option that well, you just let guys. I don't think they should be paid like like they're professional athletes, even though that's no. what, practically what they are. Um, they are receiving some benefits uh, that aren't monetary uh, that that can't help them in the long run. I don't think that should be the only thing that they get. Um, you know, pay them. It, it would not break any university's bank, uh, especially one that has. Um, you know, a football and basketball team that, that bring in revenue. And keep in mind, majority of their revenue comes from TV contracts. So it doesn't matter if they suck. It doesn't matter if they're packing their stadiums. You know, so when they've got, you know, tens of millions of dollars to spare, like, what's it? Is it really going to break the bank to pay a couple of hundred athletes, like, you know, 15 grand? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know the numbers, but again, I'm just saying. You're I mean, look at how much money they're spending on these fucking coaches. Let them for have a sakes. car. You know, like this is. You know, it, 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 if I go to Xavier and I uh, and I have a scholarship because a music scholarship because I play saxophone, uh, like going back to what you said, like I could go out to uh, a club and make money right. playing the saxophone right. despite the fact. That I'm on scholarship at Xavier for my musical skills. Like, right? No, no, no. I, it, yeah, and I'm it makes zero on board. sense. I'm 100 you know, on board with no, you. I know that, that's yeah. the point you were making earlier. Uh, it makes zero sense that you know these kids have a natural born talent, and they're basically not allowed to at a at a prime moment in their life aren't allowed to do anything with it except you know, in team-sanctioned uh, events and under NCAA regulations, which are just absolutely the worst. Yeah, I think you I think you have to allow these guys to and, – and not only that, let's look at the guys who get hurt their junior year of, of college in football and are <laughs> never the same. Jalen like, Smith. A, a perfect example right there. Yeah. Uh, that the dude, kid's career is fucked. He could, have, he could have made some cash while he was at Notre Dame. He could have made a lot of cash. Yeah. Uh, you know, give him a cut of the profits of the jerseys sales. Uh, give him, allow him to go out and sign autographs. There were, what, 300 people uh, All-Star Weekend that lined up to pay $199 for Lonzo Ball's autograph. Like, Were there really? Yeah, something crazy like that. Who the fuck? Let, let these college athletes do that That's if they want. Big ball of set up something. Keep set up, on existing. Yeah, let what them set fucker. up something where they can go to a store and sign autographs, Pete Rose style, and make some cash. Uh, I, I don't think there's any reason why they shouldn't be allowed to do that. My problem is with the university actually cutting them a check. I don't think it matters because I think the numbers are such that you can pay. You, in, all you have to do is pay some them, schools. All you have to do is pay something. In some schools, no, but again, yes. It's, it's all on a sliding scale because, I mean, if, if you're saying, if you give Ball State, for example, however much they bring in, it's you still proportionally balance to how much everybody's bringing in. If, you, if you're worried about somebody suing you, you say, all right, Here's your dollar paycheck. If you're like, <laughs> no, I, I'm dead serious. If you're talking about the last goal for a thing, like they're getting they're getting paid. But you know what? The football team and the basketball team bring in X amount of dollars, so each one of them is making exponentially more. 
I don't think that there's any type of argument. You didn't play that sport. You're not bringing in that money. I mean, that's that's how life goes. I mean, yeah, women you... keep keep making seventy cents to a dollar. You I didn't say football. women. I said golfers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man, you turned it into a gender thing. A I said. Sandwich, <laughs> I, I said golfers. You wanted to bring up? <laughs> no, fuck you, fuck you. Hang up on this man. Damn him. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Boyle! Thanks for the call. Uh, one thing, one thing that that that, that got—I don't know—it's just like it, it, it flew under the radar. Um, and I posted a link to the athletics uh, story about it, but I don't know who subscribes to the athletic that could see it or not. But that the the Power Five conferences basically made an agreement with the NCAA that said, "All right, you need to fix like the transfer rules." And um, the letter of intent rules because, you know, they were in a position where, like, they were playing by the rules because they had to, and but they didn't like the rules. And so they gave uh, – they signed an agreement with the NCAA to fix – that they had to fix the rules by a certain date. Well, <clears throat> what happened was that they came and went. And so now the Power Five conferences get to, like, rewrite the rules when it comes to – player transfers, and uh, letter of intent. Uh, so, like, for instance, I signed my letter of intent with whatever college and head coach at whatever college decides, like, a week after I signed my letter of intent that he's taken a bigger job, I'm let out of my letter of intent, letter of intent and can go, you know, uh, open up my recruiting again. Which is absolutely um, how it should be. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, which, like, the fact that that wasn't uh, – a thing before is is absolutely ridiculous and um you know regarding player transfers like uh, i think they want to get rid of the fact that like the the school has to release you from your scholarship for you to transfer um which is another thing that's just like completely ridiculous like i I, you know i can understand sitting out a year or whatever if you transfer you don't want people just transferring willy-nilly uh, from year to year, but you know, to, to have a, a, a college basically <laughs> holding a gun to your head and saying like you can't go anywhere uh, unless we say so, it's just ridiculous. So it sounds like those things are actually going to change. So you know, I don't see the Power Five conferences going anywhere. Yeah, I don't um, think I don't think they're soon. living anyways. I I think, like I said, I think if anything, this whole thing from from the FBI investigation is going to lead to changes at the NCAA, not the Power Power 5 conferences leaving. I don't think anybody wants that. I don't think anybody at the Power 5 right. conference wants that. I could be wrong. I don't and, know. I you know That's my lukewarm football, take of the week. If, those, if the Power <laughs> 5 breaks out on their own, who the hell are they playing? They are not filling a schedule with all Power 5 teams. I guarantee that's you true. That. How pissed is Alabama going to be to have to pay all, play all yeah. five Power Five teams instead of being able to pay South FCS, East, then we'll get Louisiana, another true Louisiana, national champion. In week eleven anymore, <laughs> you got to play the big boys every week or get off the porch. <laughs> Boyle, thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Always buddy. Good shit. All right, guys. Peace out. Hot Cheers, dogs man. and a sandwich, bitch. Um, anyway, <laughs> so one more I thing that I was. One more thing that I was going to say was that th- this whole thing makes me look at the NCAA and think one, one, there's only one of two things can be true, right? Either they're horribly inept 
and and blind to everything that's been going on, in, in which point, why the fuck do they exist? Or two, they know everything that's going on and are allowing it to happen, at which point, why do they exist? Like, no explanation of why the NCAA isn't able to do exactly what... I, and I know people are going to say, well, they don't have the resources of the FBI. I'm not asking them to have the resources of the FBI. I'm asking why is it that... A government agency, who I've also got questioned for, no, hold on one second, is is having to step in and do all of this stuff to basically do what well, we think the NCAA is there to do. Well, we and, and let's assume that the NCAA is there to stop all of this stuff from happening or should be the ones releasing this report. And here's the FBI. And real quick before you go into the, the question for the FBI is – doesn't the FBI have better shit to do than being worrying about what the fuck's going yeah, on in college think, athletics? You would think there's some other, like, <laughs> all right, I get it. There's like money laundering going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Shit, but I mean, but overall, like, it's college hey, athletics. Man, like, yeah, let's get... we've got big worldwide shit to deal with, yeah. and the FBI is hammering. They're, they're hunkering down on making sure kids aren't getting a couple grand. Are we fucking serious? I mean, this motherfucking terrorist shit going on, and FBI's like, yeah, but this kid over here, his dad got 500 bucks to fly. We got to stop that shit, man. Like, this is what, we, this is what we're putting it's all our money into. Like, the what FBI, the fuck? If you, look at, if you look at some recent history on the FBI. This they, is the Trump's they, FBI. They blew it on, uh, on the school shooter. They're struggling on the, the Trump investigation. They just needed a the W. The easy W. They were like, we need that W. The, Go the, find out some kids who are fucking getting money. This and is we'll scheduling a D2 school late in the season. They're like, <laughs> that coach's ass look, at, look, look, look. We scheduled all those really tough games at the beginning of the season. We got our ass handed to us. But on the back end of our schedule, we're going to look strong, man. We're going to get kids. We're going to get kids and their parents. And, and they're all black, too. That's even going to look even better. All of these black kids, we're going to fucking shut that shit down. I picture like a room where they got like Polaroids of all these NCAA players. And they're all and black. Like, and and there's just like strings connected to dollar signs, yep. and they're like, he took money here, and this one took money here. See all these blacks <laughs> getting paid? None of this shit's gonna happen anymore. <laughs> Not on our watch. Not on our fucking watch. None of these black faces are getting money. We are going out there now and shut. Uh, excuse this me. Uh, shit is down. this the FBI? There's uh, there's a uh, something I need to report about a student who. Not now, motherfucker. <laughs> this guy took money. Can we talk about this for a second? <laughs> he was born with ability, and he's trying to get paid for it. We can't allow that. Not in America. <laughs> Fuck is going on? It's been crap for sports. <laughs> Jesus. I think. Uh, all right. To, to to your bigger point. Yes, I think the NCAA one hundred percent knows what's going on, and they don't care. The only time they care is when it's something that. They can come out and be like, we won. We made a – this was – oh, you guys found out about this? Okay, well, we're going to punish them. No, yeah. Louisville. It's only after everything becomes a big investigation. A, a stripper let, wrote a book? We're punishing Louisville. They're, yeah, they're they getting, let they're everybody else do their investigations for them. Every time there's a punishment handed on the NBA, NCAA, it's it's the Miami thing yes. where the, the, everything blew up with the right. football program because of that dude paying all that money. It's this. It's a Sports they Illustrated investigation. It's an FBI care. investigation. Right. The they NCAA is never conducting the investigation. They're just sitting around reactionary like, which what? is why? There's something going on? Well, we can't have 
Which is why it goes back to the the point that I don't think the Power Five conferences like their 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 beef is is with the NCAA, but it shouldn't really be. It's more with all of these investigative agencies that are finding this shit because the NCAA is just reactionary to what. All right, hold on real quick. We have to address the boobs in the fucking comment section who are acting as if we don't know that the FBI can't do more than one thing at once. Yes, they can do more thing at once. It's It's that that this is seemingly taking priority when there's so much... It looks like they can't multitask when there's so much shit going on that has nothing to do with dribbling a ball, but yet this is the... You know, biggest news out there when it comes to the FBI. Like, how often do you hear about the FBI? And then when right. it is, it has to do with sports. It just seems really weird. I know the FBI is out there doing other things, but why in the fuck during is his this interview, the front page? During news? his interview, Peanut Tillman was like, "Listen, I got a <laughs> fucking tip. Give me my badge. I can break this shit wide open for you." Marco Fultz is a cheating motherfucker. <laughs> I got all the receipts to prove it. These motherfuckers pay. No, Let I've been me, in. Give co- me my badge. I've been in NFL locker rooms. I know exactly what goes on <laughs> in college football. I can tell you. Just let me pass the. Give test. me that badge. Give me that badge. <laughs> no, I know. I understand the FBI can do more shit than one. I'm, it's a. It's a goddamn joke. Right. Son of a bitch. Anyways, um, it, yeah, I think the NCAA knows. I I don't think they care, which is why I don't think the uh, the Power Five conferences the Power Five conferences get mad when. Shit comes to light. That's the only time they get mad. And I think they do have a, a legit gripe because there is no rhyme or reason to what the NCAA is doing in terms of punishments. None. North Carolina lets their athletes create classes take, and fake yeah, classes. Yeah. Bullshit classes. And they're and like, nothing happens. The NCAA is like, well, whatever. Fine. Fuck it. Notre Dame has a, a student trainer help players write a paper. And Notre Dame self reports that. And the NCAA is like, 2012 and 2013 don't exist for you, except for the losses. Is that All what happened? Yes, that was the story. Are you fucking uh, serious? Yeah, uh, a uh, student athlete. That shit trainer. got buried. I did not hear yeah. about this. It was a trainer that helped uh, a couple players write uh, papers. She ended up, like, it was a whole big thing. Notre Dame self-reported it. They suspended the players. Uh, I think it was... Uh, and they got wins vacated? 2012. 2012. Notre Dame's 2012 record is 0-1. Their only game. Their only game that year was their loss to Alabama. The twelve wins prior to that don't count. Wait, why is that the only? Oh, the national championship. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so Notre Dame in twenty twelve is zero and one. So, but but their reasoning That's is so their reasoning ridiculous. is the the uh, trainer is an employee of the university and gave impermissible benefits to the students by helping them with their paper. So it's uh, an infraction and they are, uh, they, they have to vacate wins because of it. This is me throwing my fucking hands up. <laughs> I mean, you hear shit like that and it's like juxtaposed to the, the and that's UNC what, thing. And you're like, right. Wait, how is, and that's what Notre Dame appealed for that fact. They're like, wait a second. North Carolina made up fucking classes, didn't tell you shit about it, and then when they got caught, you were like, no, it's cool, just do whatever, it's fine. <laughs> but we have to lose all this shit, why? It's, and it's Notre Dame football, too. You would think they, they protect all their sacred cows. And, and so fucking, in both cases, you would think, yeah, eh, they're just going to kind of let it slide. Right. But Crawford Sports, who's this? That's ludicrous. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have hey, one more comment. <laughs> Did, did you run a lap? Like, are you okay? 
just chugged a beer. <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead. Um, you all reminded me about North Carolina. That's the worst part about all this as a Louisville fan. Yeah. They fucking had fake classes set up. Yeah. And all this crazy shit. And they tell the NCAA to fuck themselves. And the NCAA doesn't punish them at all. And their basic reasoning for it was, well, the fake classes were available to everybody. And it wasn't a special benefit to athletes. So we can't do anything. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, so if, so if the, the prostitutes were available to everybody, was like, been okay with if the stripper party at Louisville was like public on Facebook and all the students <laughs> could have gone, then Come the see some like, is that what they're saying? <laughs> that, that's I mean, actually, that's exactly what they're saying. And that's ludicrous. <laughs> Tino put up a All Facebook right, invite that was like, "Get your titties in your face." <laughs> no, Wait, no, no. He, what's, dropped, he left. That was all he wanted. He wanted us confirmation that he he was right. No, absolutely right. <laughs> if if one other student had been in the room with the the Louisville athlete that was getting the the, the titties in his face, it'd have been like, "Hey, you you told a friend, right? Yep, see, it was available to the whole campus. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers can't do shit." It was available to everybody. The rest of the campus just didn't show up for this titty party. They could have just knocked on the door next to them in the room and been like, hey, you want some titties? Just come over here. Eh, eh, There we go. We invited (laughs) regular students. He didn't come, (laughs) but we offered it. (laughs) Neither neither did some of the other students. They didn't come either. Nope. Nothing? Okay. That's (laughs) Just going to let that ride. (laughs) All right. Cool. Good story. They didn't come either. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Thanks for, thanks for backing me up, Joe. Appreciate that, man. I, I, I was hoping maybe Zing. we could be adults, but no. God damn it. Is, have we ever been adults nope. on this show? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Uh, Joe, what were you pointing to there, man? I don't know what you were pointing to. Oh, Tyson wants to point out that the red in your shirt really brings out the <laughs> blotchiness <laughs> complexion on your face. Damn, son. Cold-blooded. <laughs> But it's also true. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, that's that's true. Thanks. Thanks, Tyson. Uh, I think I look really good in red. <laughs> Is that what I'm supposed to say? I think so. I threw the paper. Hey, are we supposed to play uh, MMA or hockey players? We're tonight? supposed to. Uh, I don't know if JB is going to call in. He he dropped a moving on somewhere in there. Apparently, JB doesn't want to talk about the NCAA, but not. He doesn't want to. He wants to talk about it. He doesn't want to talk about it enough to call in. I don't know what Jesus I'm saying. Jesus Christ. Are you <laughs> wasted, son? Oh, I just can't think of how that. Get your words together, bro. <laughs> Fucking hey, that was sloppy. Try it again. He no. he doesn't want to call enough not to <laughs> see. Yeah. It's not fucking easy, is it? No, no. I mean, I was trying to replicate what you fucked up on. I'm saying you tell me how I'm supposed to say that. He doesn't want to call in enough to nope. stop us from nope. talking about. Nah, doesn't fuck care. you. Doesn't care enough. There doesn't it is. Either way, I didn't stumble like an idiot. I just don't know where That's because I tried it on the fly. Craft yeah. Fruit Sports, who's this? I'm Q. You know who the fuck this is. <laughs> JB, goddammit. About God damn time. Damn it, JB. Hey, man. Uh, so I know you want to save us from the NCAA talk. Yeah, I was trying to drop some subtle hints, and then I couldn't be subtle anymore. So, so Penguins and five over uh, Golden Knights? <laughs> is that what we're talking? Five. 
I was uh, no. Hey, look. The reason I said five was because uh, you know, first ever playoff appearance. Las Vegas will be rowdy, and you know, Penguins will give them one, and then you know, they'll they'll finish them <laughs> off. That's that was my total they'll, logic. They'll get up three three nil, and then yes. they'll, they'll give them a pity game. Exactly. It'll be because hey, the, the home fans will be rowdy enough to get to steal a game, and then they'll put them out of their misery. You also don't want to close the series <laughs> out on the road. Pittsburgh wants to close it out back home, so that's why they still well, would. Because well, it's actually, two three. Um, two. What was it? They were saying Pittsburgh hasn't won a championship at home in like thirty some years. Wow! I was just gonna say, wow. I'm like, they never win at home, do they? Uh, no, apparently they not. All, all according three of to the, JB's the past three cups were all on the road. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. it's been a minute. Uh, JB, how do you feel about U.S. men's hockey completely shitting the bed? Uh, I think you had them winning the bronze <sighs> medal. They? Yes, I think yeah, you had them winning I had the, bronze. Them the bronze. But I mean, like I said in the last call. This whole tournament's a crapshoot, right? Because the uh, they screwed up, and there's no NHL players. Well, I, I mean, mean they, they they didn't screw the up. Olympics the NHL screwed up. Screwed the NHL them didn't over. screw up. The right. Olympics screwed up and said, "Oh, we don't need you." Right, right. Yeah, you need them because nobody's watching. Yes, agreed. Hey, Joe, where are we in shares? By the way, sorry, uh, nineteen. All right, eleven more shares. <laughs> <laughs> we we jumped out to 15 real quick, and we've only gotten four cents. All right, cool well, stuff. That's because everybody was like, get him to 15, and fuck it. <laughs> and t- they took a shot. I, I did my part. <laughs> uh, JB, do you have any, uh, uh, your game, MMA fighter or hockey player? Do you yeah. have any, any I options? I got a couple for, for you. Oh, yes. Right. Is best two out of three we'll go, again? We'll go best of three. Best yeah. two right. out of three. All right, here we go. Uh, here Joe, we go. Joe, you want in? Right. Yeah, I'm in. All right, uh, Joe's loser, in. Loser does a shot of Bailey's. Loser oh, does a shot of Bailey's. There okay. you go. All right, fair enough. Okay, loser, losers, because right. there can only be one winner. Could be, could be. All right. All right, JB, uh, round one. Fight. Round one. First name, Ryan Reeves. That's a hockey player. Hockey. Hockey. It's a hockey player. Yeah, right. boom. We are fucking he just, killed. He just got traded tonight. Oh, there you go. Where, uh, where did he play before? Because I, I have no he, idea. Pittsburgh. He was a, he was a he went from Pittsburgh to Vegas. Oh shit! Wow, there helping the right, helping the. So he's he's in hey, the um, Stanley Cup no matter what. Helping the Great. enemy. <laughs> hey Scott, you you don't recognize that name, do you? No, because he's white. She is not white. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Wait, 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 wait. In fairness, I think he was hurt last year, uh, or uh, or he was uh, he was down in the minor leagues. There was something I remember uh, him being out of contention for the the black hockey. I was going to say that is not time. from yeah. the list. I think I, I think he was when we created the list. He was injured and, and there you go, ineligible. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. You're your trickery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Next. Also, you would trade the black man, you <laughs> racist. <fucking laughs> anyway, all right, round two. Everybody has one. Uh, round two. All right. Round two. George St. Pierre. That's, a, uh, that's, that's an MMA. MMA. Yeah. MMA. Okay. It that all is, comes yeah. down to round three. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I knew thanks, that one. Thanks for the softball, JP. <laughs> that was uh, the softest of the balls. Thanks for your paying attention. All right. It all comes down to round three here. All right. Andre Vasilevsky. Hockey. Oh, you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, host goes first, motherfucker. Well, in that case, I'm going to go hockey. You bitch. <laughs> Joe. What was the name again? <laughs> Jesus. 
name was Andre Vasilevsky. MMA. He's a hockey goal. Yeah! yeah! Take a shot, bitch. Shot. <laughs> Come on. You know, here's how. You know what? I, I didn't know that one. I knew because JB said his name so he, effortlessly. He nailed it. Yeah, he <laughs> so nailed it. effortlessly. It was an MMA fighter. He would no, I'm not saying that he would have struggled, but it was just, it rolled off his tongue and he said it just with confidence. Like, he, he just sounded real proud to say it. And I was like, yeah, that's a fucking hockey player. And I went hockey I, just to hedge my bets. I just going to say, you went hockey because you looked at me and were like, I don't know, but you went hockey, so fuck it's it. Either, it was either me and you doing like shots together or me and you so winning. Clever. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, Joe, I know you got to drive. You want me to do your shot for you since I live here? Sure. All right, sweet. Wow, pass that (laughs) off quick. Dang. I was kind of hoping it was an MMA fighter. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you just want to take shots of paleos over in the corner, we can finish the show without you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fucking fiending over here. Uh, God damn it, GB. You got any any posts coming up this week? Um, Weekend. That trade trade article was fantastic, though. Yeah, dude, the trade article was great. You like that? I love that. It was a really good one, man. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I just got to narrow down what I'm going to do. I was going to do trade deadline buyers, but enough's happened that it's kind of kind of pointless now. So I might do a – I might grade the, the winners and losers on, like, Tuesday. Well, I was going to say, I was like, is there any way you can say, all right, now that uh, the dust is settled, who, who comes out looking yeah. like the best as far yeah, as, like – if anybody, I'll probably do a, a winners and losers and and JB, throw grades out. I know there hasn't been any uh, any crazy trades like the Cavs had in the NBA, but is there anything that you would look at and be like, man, this team went from like bottom of the barrel to contending, or this team went from on the borderline to at least getting a, a home field home ice advantage? Is there any trades that happened that you are? Thinking, change the scape, uh, the sk- God damn it, the scope of the, <laughs> of the playoffs. Um, Fuck you, Scott. Yet. I mean, the the trade Pittsburgh <laughs> just pulled off tonight. Um, I didn't see coming. They picked up uh, Derek Broussard from Ottawa, and Pittsburgh was already pretty much three lines deep. And I mean, like tonight, their third line just dominated Carolina. I think the whole line accounted for like 10 points Um, and they traded for Broussard. So now they have a solid four lines and it's kind of sickening. Like everybody who doesn't want Pittsburgh to repeat or three peat, it's more than likely going to happen now because they just loaded up. That's a ballsy claim because it's hard enough for a team to go back to back. Well, I I, I don't want to say it's more than like, it's, more likely now than it was before because Broussard just gives them that much more depth up front. And yeah, I was, I was feeling very uneasy about Pittsburgh playing Tampa because Tampa's pretty stacked, but Tampa isn't Tampa's barely three lines deep. And now Pittsburgh's going four and it's, I'm much more confident now than I was yesterday. How many uh, how many games are left in this ridiculously long season? Um, around about <laughs> twenty, I think. It's actually not bad. I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. 
I feel like hockey no, goes no, on actually, forever. Hockey it's, and NBA, it's I feel because, like, last forever. Uh, NBA trade deadline happens much earlier in the season than the NHL trade deadline, which I would actually like to see happen because then you have more teams gambling than you do. But Well, they just NBA just switched it this year to happen before the All-Star break. It used to be after the All-Star break was yeah. the trade, trade deadline, so they switched it this year. Um, yeah, hockey and would be nice, I too. would actually – I'd like to see it happen earlier, like – at least 30 games left and because at this point you've got a good three quarters of the playoffs pretty much decided it's just a matter of like those bottom three or four teams sorting themselves out that's fair uh who's your who's your picks for the stanley cup finals um well, I'll give you. Can I just give you conference finals? I mean, you, you, you can clearly said, figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, I already know you got the Penguins. You already said the Penguins have yeah. a chance. Yeah. So in the meeting, East, so. I've got I've got Pittsburgh and Tampa, and yeah. then out West, I've actually got Vegas and Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott's so excited about dude that that, <laughs> that Vegas Nashville one is big too because I said huge. going up against Patrick and the boys that's yeah. that's gonna Patrick. be big. <laughs> I'm gonna be glued to that series, my friend. Glued. How are you gonna feel cheering against Patrick again? Because you had to. Cheer I know. I did. I, did I was gonna say I did it last and year. You, but you know since what? you picked Vegas, you have to you're, cheer. You're gonna have them. a rooting interest against Patrick Man, again. Why do you hate PK Subban so much? I don't. It's you just, do. You don't even know his name. I like being right more than I like <laughs> than I like my own race. How about that? <laughs> well, he does have Ryan Reeves now, so <laughs> he right. does. That's oh man, you're doubling up. <laughs> the, 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 and and they're the Las Vegas Black Knights, so it's a whole team of blacks. That's the way I justify it. Rooting for one or rooting for them all. <laughs> uh, JB, thanks for the call, man, and we appreciate uh, hey, Mike. Yeah, I, I asked it in the in the group, but I didn't see an answer, and I tuned in late. What the fuck is with your shirt? <laughs> Uh, JB, I just think I look really good in red. No. <laughs> Actually, your good friend Tyson, um, yeah, this is his punishment. Hit the from, rewind uh, button because I, yeah. I uh, this is this Tyson. is Tyson's punishment for uh, Mike finishing Uh-oh. behind you him. You finished in the picks. ahead of me, didn't you, JB? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You. Oh, so you're one of the eight. You're one of the yeah. eight that needs to get his punishment any, uh, in for Mike. Do you want to give any hints yeah. as to what the punishment's going to be for me? Honestly, I don't have a clue yet. Fair enough. Okay. Well, get to thinking because, right. you know. Ooh, one more thing, yeah. Mike. One more thing. Yeah. Um, did you did you redeem yourself yet? You know what? Because we're doing punishments, we're not doing white motherfucker. Um, yeah. I mean, we could. Oh. Scott does have a question. Did you want to? Should we do it? I mean. Nah, we'll save it. Okay. Fair enough. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> no. What we, what I. Oh no! You're yeah, the, the, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't. Well, because we didn't do white motherfucker, I didn't bring it up. So okay, I didn't, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Fair enough. JB's trying to hook me up and help me out. Oh, okay. We well, we figured out no assists from a less white <laughs> motherfucker than you. <laughs> I would contend that JB is more of a white motherfucker than me. Uh, no, there's no way after that, last week. That would be false. Yeah, last week last week cemented it. Hang on. JB listens to heavy metal and watches hockey. That That's doesn't white mean, as fuck. That doesn't mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean... That's, got, that's super white. 
Man. You, you couldn't you finish rapping anybody in southeast Detroit, Seven Mile and Livernois, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. Mike has no clue what the fuck you just said. Yeah. I know about no. Seven Mile. I've seen a mile road south of 10. All right, cool. Well, <laughs> thanks for calling, JB. We got to fucking go. Mike's showing his whiteness. <laughs> See you, <ya>, JB. <laughs> Have a good one, man. <laughs> you didn't like that one? I thought that was pretty damn good. I, no. I mean, You're done. <laughs> Thank you. All right, fine. Good luck with the rest of the show. All right, I can, I can rock this show. <laughs> Uh, um, I mean, I think we hit the NCAA as much as we could tonight. There's really nothing else to talk about on that one. That's Did even with Sean Miller thing. That's hot fire. That's big. What are the odds that that breaks during, during the show? show? I told you. Mono, like, did, you see Joe, did you see Joe's face light up when he was like pointing to his phone? No, like, I did. But it was it was funny. He was like, look at he, your goddamn phone. He was pointing and I was already looking because I was like, I had opened my phone as the text came down, and I was like, did that just say what I think it did? <laughs> it was going back, trying to get the message back, and I'm like, it did. <laughs> uh, so there's one other thing that we had on the list for tonight uh, to talk about because we knew NCAA was going to take up forever, and that was the uh, Kawhi Leonard thing. Uh, so this week, Kawhi Leonard was cleared medically to play for the Spurs, but refused to play. Uh, and especially with... The uh, the whole story that came out about Alshon Jeffrey playing the entire season with a torn rotator cuff, the contrast between these two stories is kind of fucking crazy. So I wanted to ask you guys, uh, what are your thoughts? Who who gets to pick when an athlete is able to play? Is it up to the athlete to be like, look, I'm not ready to go back, or do they have to rely on the team doctors? To- no. I will never listen to team doctors. Team doctors exist for the team and only the team. It, it's like asking, you know, your your mom whether or not you're good enough to go to school when, you know, you've been out for a couple of days. And she's like, nope, <laughs> motherfucker, you're going to school. Like, at some point, there's no amount of coughing and sickness that you can do. Like, your ass is going to school, regardless of how you feel. And so, so the, like, it's like... The fucking analogy. team, the team doctors are like, oh, yeah, he's in there. Because they get paid to say, hey. And, and in the case of your star player, hey, he ready? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay, so let me ask you this question. The With Kawhi sitting out, do you think that part of that is because he knows it doesn't fucking matter, and Golden State is going to the finals in the West. So why I, I don't risk think, I don't think I let don't think you go me, that far because you don't this, have to go me, that you don't have to go that far because there's not that many games left in the season. No, that's I understand that, but let me but let me put it this way: If Kawhi Leonard is on Golden State, do you think he's back? Do you think he plays? Hell no. You don't think so? No. You think he sits he out anyway? Fucking Golden State. What do you need to come back for? You make sure you're absolutely one thousand percent ready. In both w- cases, and if you're if you're going nowhere, or if you know your team can do it without you, you wouldn't do it, right? I think when your you question compare- your question is better suited for the Rockets, the the team that is is best poised to take down the Warriors. Do you think that you would risk it then? Because I mean, if you no, my question is because it, it goes along with Alshon Jeffrey and that story of him 
playing the entire season with a uh, torn rotator cuff and like coming back and. But like, the difference is with Alshon Jeffrey. If Alshon Jeffrey doesn't play, they're in a much worse off position where he's like, "All right, I got to do this." In, in you don't the think case, the Spurs are in a much worse off position without Kawhi Leonard? No, the Spurs are in a no win position with him or without but they're him. In, right. So, and that's my point. They're in a no win position with or without him. All right. So, so what are you asking? So I'm saying if if he's on a team where they are in a win or no win position, depending he's also on his in decision. The same spot, but what I'm saying is, he's depending also on his, uh, depending on like, let's say, let's say okay. the Spurs are the favorites to win the West. Ignore Golden State right now. Let's say the Spurs are the okay, favorites to no, win the I West. Know, I know, Do you I, think I, he comes now, back? Now what, now what you're asking is a different question because it, the situation... No, it's not a different no, question. No, 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 no. Here's why okay. it's a different question. Because in the case of the Warriors, they've got so much extra stuff that That's without, fair. That's fair. without them, like when, when Steph got hurt for a little bit, it's no big deal because I got Kevin Durant and everybody else. When that's it, fair. Okay, you're it, you're right. That's you're right. why I'm yeah. saying it's different. Yeah. Where the war or the the Rockets would be a better comparison if Chris Paul goes down or if James but Harden goes being down. The Rockets are much more. The Rockets are the favorite to win it, but all. they're much more compromised. It has to be a team that by losing that person, where the the Eagles in your situation, where you're talking about. If Jeffrey decides to set out, they're much less of a team. Right. They go from being right. a perennial favorite to, uh, I don't know if they can make it. So he has to. Not a, oh, well, Jeffrey's a luxury. Like, they've got four other guys that can pick up the slack from Jeffrey leaving. Or, or it doesn't matter if he plays or not, because whether or not Jeffrey's in, we're not winning our fucking division, so who gives a shit whether or not he's here? Go ahead and sit out. Which is where I feel like Kawhi Leonard is right now. He's saying... It doesn't matter. I can play and we lose, or I, I sit out and we lose. So fuck it. I'm just going to sit out. But that's not what the Eagles would have done. The Eagles would have been fucked without Jeffrey. I know. I'm saying. Oh, God damn it. There wasn't somebody so much more favored in their in their sport. Like, the Warriors are My a unique being, example in all of Eagles, sports. If the Eagles were a team that had no shot at winning the Super Bowl, they were just a mediocre squad, no shot at winning the he Super Bowl. He would have had surgery back when he had this injury. Exactly. That's my point that I'm trying to make is this whole Kawhi Leonard thing. Everybody is like making this. uh, Is there a beef between him and the team? No, it comes down to the fact that the NBA is in a position right now where two teams matter. And outside of that, who gives a shit? That's what this all comes down to. Because if he played for a team that had a legit shot, he'd be back on the court. But because he plays for the, the Spurs and they are not getting past the Warriors, he's like, fuck it. I'll just sit out. I don't give a shit. No, I don't think that's what he's doing, but I mean, for your hypothetical, sure. <laughs> I think the dude's actually hurt. Like, I think he's actually legit hurt. He doesn't come across as one of those guys that'd be like, "Man, I'm just not going to play because I." I think he's like, you know what? I'm not. I don't feel 100, percent and I don't give a shit what these team doctors are saying. I'll come back when I feel right. He's not a guy that's like ever been hurt like a long term, right? Like this is yeah, this is like his first big so injury. I would give him the benefit of the doubt of a when he says he feels right. Like if he this is this was a long enough injury that they they said he's just now cleared, right? So yeah. if he's saying you know what, I still don't feel right. I think I need a little bit longer. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Like this isn't a guy that you know has a history of injuries and you're just like, ah, he could have reason to sit out. I mean, I totally agree with this guy and I don't put him at risk. I mean, I, I don't see why this is such a big deal. I, I just don't. It's a big deal because they're trying to say there's like a beef between 
Kawhi Leonard and well, they're the trying Spurs. to say a beef because the team is saying one thing and you know, right? He's saying another, but I mean, who's to say that that's not true? I mean, if the team believes one thing, that's fine. They can believe it all they want, but only you know what your body feels, right? I mean, if, if, even if somebody says you're medically clear to do something, that doesn't mean that there's still not something wrong with you in your mind. Like, you know what you feel like at 100%. Nobody else can tell you no matter what. Even if the doctor looks at you and says, yeah, you're fine, doesn't mean you feel 100%. That's where I think he's at. He may be physically able to play the game of basketball, but there's something wrong with him that he's like, you know what, this isn't right. Like, I know what I feel like when I'm good to go 100% on game days, and even though they say and they look at me and say, yep, I'm good to go, I don't feel right, so I'm not going to go out there until I feel right. And I think he is saying that because he realizes that. Well, that okay, it then that's where, then that's where we differ. I don't think he's doing it just to be a, like a dick, or just I don't think he's do, doing it to be a dick. I think he's well, just I mean, saying that'd be a like, dick move to be it like. Doesn't eh, matter it doesn't whether really matter. or not I play. It doesn't matter. No, but I mean, I think that would be a dick move to be you know saying that. I mean, it might be a dick move, but it's. I mean, I don't think he's that type of guy. That's, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy who would be like, ah, I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm just going to house music play me off? All right, well, don't fuck you. It's a good way to admit a loss. Hey, I you're talking too much. I'm not I don't like admitting a loss. I'm saying I think, I think there's a valid point to that. And you, I mean, you can disagree. That's fine. But I think there is something to the fact that if he were playing... All right, playing, well, we'll call Kawhi Leonard and ask him, is he being if, a bitch? If he were playing on a team... You ask him, are you being a bitch, Kawhi? I'll, I'll, I'll fucking ask him. I'll okay, tweet cool. at him. And then I'll, we'll also add... Steven uh, Adams. Add Steven yeah. Adams and be like, hey, man, what do you think? Is you Kawhi think, being a bitch? Is Kawhi <laughs> being a bitch? <laughs> Joe, can you tweet that? What's happening? <laughs> Jesus. I, I mean, <sighs> you don't... That's all I'm... My point being, if they were the favorite to win the West, Kawhi Leonard would be back in the lineup. That's all I'm saying. That's all my point is. That's all I'm saying. Rate isn't a real XU fan. He's wondering why we would want Miller to suffer. Apparently, he... Did you forget what happened, Rate? Uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Sean Miller left uh, Xavier and said, I want to go somewhere where I have a chance to get to the Final Four. So, fuck him. And he said he wants to go somewhere where you can win national championships, of which he's done none in the decades since leaving Xavier. Uh, Boyle pointed out, if... uh, if shit goes down, we need to get Moose on this show. And we definitely need to get Who's Moose on this show. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Definitely I'm all in for that. Yeah. Because yeah. he might be able to give us some dirt. Give Probably. Some, some inside scoop. Let's get into the Consumer Mechanic. Consumer Mechanic brought to you by Tavor.com. Uh, make sure you guys head over to our website, craftrootsports.com. Click the sponsors link and uh, sign up for your free Tavor account once you make your first purchase. Uh, you'll get $10 in credits added to your account. This week, we have Consolation Prize by Lord Hobo Brewing. It's a double IPA. It's almost 10% ABV, if you can't tell by how I'm talking. Scott, uh, consume it or can it? Mm. <laughs> I noticed... Wait, hang on. Can I Can I guess what you're going to say? Yeah. Because you haven't finished your second beer yet. You've barely touched your second can of this beer. So I am going to guess... That you are going to can this beer, uh, and you're going to say that it's too hoppy. It's a reluctant second can. I wanted it to get better. It's just, I struggled. It's just super hoppy. 
I'm not, I, I, just I don't know if I've ever ass. been this much left. You, I was going to say, as you said that, I looked over and I'm like, well, you've got a hell of a lot more beer than I thought you would have at this point. So what about you? Where, where are you at on the can consume spectrum? I'm going to consume it, but it's a borderline can. This is one of those beers that if you're an IPA fan, you are going to love it. Mm-hmm. If you're not an IPA fan, you are going to hate this fucking beer. This one is a struggle. It's a it's a really hoppy brew. Uh, I mean, it's a double IPA, so you got to expect that going in. Uh, the fact that it's almost ten percent is redeeming for me, and I think that's why I'm going to consume it. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem is we shouldn't have had two. I think if we had one, if we had stopped after the first one, yeah. it probably would have been a consume. If I had stopped after the first one, I didn't feel too bad. But it, you know what? I There's less than a full can in this in the glass because there was – I did a really shitty pour. There was so much head. But So there was probably about a third of the can that I just drank, but that was enough. Like the extra third that I got out of the second can, I'm yeah, like – no good. All right. No, it was just like – that was it. I, I don't need any more. I, I don't think I can do any it's, more. Yeah, it, get... it kind of ruined it for me to where. What? Wow. <laughs> DJ, bring that beat back. There it is. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, it just it's just too much. It just. <sighs> yeah, this was very, one. This was one that very if, bitter. If you get it, uh, one can is all you need. You don't need to go. There's no need to go to. There's, there's definitely no need to go two cans. Uh, but I am still going to consume it because I think it is a pretty solid brew. Um, I like it. Uh, so I'm going to consume it, but it's it's borderline consumer. You you hopheads will fucking love this. So that's that's, that. a, that's a valid point. Uh, consumer can it brought to you, as always, by Tavor.com. Uh, Joe, before we close out this show. We remember. <laughs> Joe promised Joe you we, like we might. Flashed, Joe flashed his phone like, "Hey, don't forget this." What's funny <laughs> is I actually did remember it before you said something, and then you said Joe. I and didn't I'm like, I forgot. <laughs> I actually did remember, and then you said Joe, and I'm like, "Oh shit, he remembered too." You didn't, but whatever. However, we got there. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into motherfucker of the week. This week, are your choices were the NCAA and MLB. Joe, what are the results of the poll? So with an 81 to 19% difference, NCAA. NCAA yep. takes yeah, it. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there was very few people that we could have listed um, to go up against the NCAA this week. We almost put the NCAA put it up against itself. Yeah. That was the initial plan was to, to vote NCAA versus NCAA. <laughs> yeah. Which then we're just voting on which of these is more bullshit. And to, I guess the one you fair, can't really blame on the NCAA. It's to FBI. be fair, uh, MLB is a big group of motherfuckers. <laughs> like two for their shit. They people. really are. I mean, that's some bullshit. Yeah. The how do you uh, the the pace of play rules? Which <laughs> is what they like to call them. You like the you like the idea that I had to fix the pace of play. All the the commercial breaks broken. No down? commercials for yeah. pitching changes. No, we talked about that. That's yeah. the way to go, right? That's yeah, it. That's how no, you fix the pace of play. That it. But that's that's what's ruined modern sports is the commercials. Because as I thought about Brendan posting all those average times back in the day, it's like, yeah, they didn't have to contend with any of those advertisements. Except, the advertisements are read on the radio in between commercials, except for soccer. Soccer is the only yeah, sport that has grown, out. and they've they've got it right. They're the only sport that. that well, knows and what and to be going. honest with you, I know it didn't 
speed up the game much, but it made you feel like it was, oh, crap. The commercials football. in NFL, yeah. Yeah, the football Wait, thing. I, the, uh, baseball, if they did something like that, where dude, they, they just time, skipped some of those breaks and condensed them and just had the commercials running off to the side. I can time, zone them shits out because they're still talking and there's still action on my TV. Every time I saw that happen, I was like, I thought of your comment of, I wonder if we're... It, like the NFL is just going to disregard this. <laughs> like they're just going to be like, we'll try this for a little bit and then it'll <laughs> just disappear and nobody will notice that it happened. But every time it happened, I was like, ha they're, st- they're still doing it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was fine. It held it up and fine. it was, but that's what I, I, when I saw it and it kept going, I thought this works. Yeah. Just keep doing it. Fuck it. Yeah. It, it stopped. Oh, 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 shit! We're not, we're not going to commercial off that that kickoff after you know an extra point. Let let, let me stay here for an extra couple minutes. I mean, I and that's why I feel like baseball, I don't understand why baseball can't do that. Baseball, if they, as soon as the manager starts walking out, cut to that screen where you got the little yes. screen of the video of what's happening on the field, and here's your commercial. Man, it basically and, becomes like when you're at the game where. When when there's warm ups and all that shit starts happening, the, the the big board starts you know doing camera shots here's of the, the crowd. Here's the skyline chili shuffle. Yeah, and doing all that stupid shit that just ha- kind of happens. But if you in the think about it, if you think about it, the way the the TV broadcast works is the coach walks out, you watch them talk on the mound, then you watch the pitcher walk to the dugout, yeah. and then it's it cuts so to stupid. commercial, and you have a minute and a half to two minutes of fucking warm up. Of course, we get a call right about now because you know that's how we do it. Craft Root Sports, who's this? This is Andy. What's up, guys? Hey, Andy. hey, what's up? Bud? <laughs> how you doing, man? All right, I want to run this by you on pace of play. Okay. All right. Spring training game today. Turned it on. I was at the bar. We had it on. Yeah. About two and a half hours. Okay. Pretty reasonable for a baseball game, right? That's not yeah, bad. Very. Do you know what they? Do you know what they didn't do? What's that? They didn't change pitchers during an inning. Yeah. There you go. So your your so, your position is you're not allowed to change pitchers during an inning. I'd be for that. Let let's do let's do this, and they're going to say, "Oh, well, you know, we got to use this. We got to use it. Give them a couple extra roster spots, a couple extra relievers, because these guys were only going two or three innings. So you got a pitcher that's fresh. Your starting pitcher goes three innings. Get him out. Put in a reliever for two. Put in another reliever for two. Bring your clo- setup guy closer in." You're still getting your five pitchers a game. Everybody's fresh. Oh, man. What no, if you that's know what? it? Like it was regulated. Out, you like you your starting five. pitcher is only allowed to go so many innings. Well, no. I, no, no. They, no, they no, no. However many I was they just going to say. He but wasn't what if that's the rule? No, what if that's the rule? No, I wouldn't want to do that. But what I, what I love the idea of is that motherfucker is out there to drown until he gets out of that inning and gets three outs, it could it could yeah. make it would, six it, hours long. Well, it would ch- well no, but it would change the strategy so much about how when you change pitchers because all of a sudden you're thinking you tired. I mean, if you're a lick tired, we're, you're getting the fuck out because no, no, we can no, only I change agree. Your but there's also city. those days where yeah, they are just too. hitting you, and and this game is going to go six hours because I can't change my pitcher, and they are just going to keep. Batting around the fucking order while this guy's lobbing up meatballs and you're fucking smashing him into the Ohio River. And that motherfucker gets sent down to the minors absolutely as soon as he's done. But with the does game. it fix well, pace of play because you, we you just spent six hours on this shit? Injury. So if injury that's the case fine. and the guy can't get Welcome. anybody out, you just have the shortstop go down and cleat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> now he's injured. Now you get him out. That would be the best. 
That would be hilarious. <laughs> your own teammate. But you're only, you're only allowed a yeah. couple visits to the like, mound, so you, you got to make that cleaning work. going to hurt me more than it hurts you. <laughs> Bam. Get out of the game. I think we've got a winner. <laughs> Andy, uh, when can we ex- uh, expect part two of your what-if scenario, which was fucking Next, fantastic. Reds versus Phillies. Next week, man, That's uh, it's already... It's already in the can. It's, it's, so it's good, ready man. to go. So that's such good. We'll stuff. Probably put it out next, uh, next Monday or Tuesday. Let's say it's so good. If you guys I haven't seen that. it, go to craftrootsports.com. Andy has an article up I love where me he some is hypotheticals. revisiting uh, the nineteen eighty. This show is a hypothetical on if it really so. is. It's <laughs> uh, he's revisiting what would happen if the Reds had made a different move in the nineteen eighties and how that would have changed Ooh. baseball. Yeah, the, the the line was from a a book called Split Season about the 1981 baseball season where they had the strike mid-year and the Reds had the best overall record that year and didn't make the playoffs because they didn't win either session. Yep. So Johnny Bench that year came and said, I don't want to catch anymore. He was just beat up. He'd been catching for 13 years. He was tired. And the Reds really didn't have anywhere to put him because he didn't have another real position on the field. So Pete Rose apparently heard that and made the comment, well, hell, John can come to Philadelphia. I'll find another position. (laughs) And that just intrigued the hell out of me. What if they would have done that? Because, you know, they dismantled the rest of the big red machine. They got rid of all the other big salaries. Why they kept bench, I don't know, other than they wanted to keep somebody. Yeah, they, they fell victim to that that idea of well, we've got to have somebody. It was n- from nostalgic, that team. and we've got to you know transition into the new era, but we've got to have a face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, he spent the '81 season a little bit at first base, and he did catch a few games. And then the next two years, he went over to third, avoiding ground balls. And I'm old enough to remember <laughs> that he was. You know, as a little kid, I couldn't believe my dad said the guy was good because I'm watching him just stand like a statue at third, not, you know, not catching anything. Don't give me any of this old lay bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was very, very much like that. And, you know, he still hit a little bit at the end, but it wasn't, wasn't you know, I didn't realize who Johnny Bench was until I saw film and, and, stuff from the 70s when he was in his prime and then went oh right. shit that's what they were talking about but. <laughs> right well andy keep uh, that series up man because yes. i i fucking love it man so if you haven't read it go back and check that out craftrootsports.com uh andy's what if series about the uh, the 1981 reds uh be sure to tune in on that andy thanks man i appreciate the call bud all right thanks, thanks buddy lot, guys cheers man. have a good have night a good night all right, man. Uh, let's uh, let's fucking close this shit out. All right, <laughs> that's as good as any. It's been a damn good show. That like, was fucking fantastic. We uh, to think we made an entire t- shout out to Sean Miller for breaking the rules. <laughs> you piece of shit. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for sharing the show. We appreciate it. Uh, I was happy your, to have some Baileys again. Tell your friends. I know. It's the Baileys, man. We hit 15 shares. You like, had two shots thanks to fucking Joe bitching out. No, the man's got to drive. It's cool. I, I can respect that. I don't want him getting in trouble. I stand by my statement. I'm just glad that we got to 15 chairs again because we haven't for the last two weeks. So thank you guys for sharing the show. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate and it. And I know it didn't happen this week, but <laughs> Mike's still the whitest motherfucker in this room. <laughs> 
Get your punishments in. If you beat me, send them in to Eight uh, of you. craftbrutesports at gmail.com. Send in your Seven. punishment. If you subtract will, JB, goddammit. Yep, that's right. Uh, we'll, we'll get them ready to go next week. I don't have a punishment lined up, so send something in. We'll get it ready to go. Follow the We're show. We're going to get this picture of Mike for... As Facebook. Page yep. Uh, follow the show at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Joe at Joe the Goalie. Uh, as always, the drunk line is always open. 440-37-DRUNK. Thank you guys so much. Cheers, everybody. Suck it, Miller! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 